So just to, to recap where we last left off, um, four of you came out of the cave with the... Uh, with the... Sorry, that was just really funny when you adjusted the height of your chair. I didn't even get a chair. I didn't even get a chair. I have to sit on my bed. Oh my gosh, they kicked you out of house and home. Yes, they did. It's like they live here. Rude. Um, total jerks. Anyway, so... Um, Four of you emerged from the cave, and one was left behind. And um, if you guys are in Miro, I can show you where you emerged. I set up the map from last week to show you where you emerged. Um, essentially, it was on the plateau where you had actually been searching previously for any caves or entrances. There was nothing to be found except that is where you emerged from through a fairly substantial hole in the ground, which appears to have sealed itself. Um, looking down for just a brief moment, you watched the hole seal and panicked over um, the momentarily, momentary loss of your companion and then completely forgot about your companion as if she never existed. Um, so from a mechanic, aspect i know there have been a lot of questions going back and forth on the chat but just to clear it up um you have absolutely no memory of the person that was eliana um everything all the activities everything that she participated in still happened um but things that were her responsibility or that she took care of you can't quite put your finger on who did what um so you know setting up of the the <clears throat> all of the Brassworks at Troll Skull somehow happened, but nobody quite remembers who was responsible. It was a busy week and um, somebody made it happen. We just don't quite remember who. Um, but none of it is, just to clarify, none of it is like a big enough gap that we would be disturbed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like we're walking around going, I think something's wrong. It's just, no. It's just not there. In okay. Not in the least bit. It's just. Um, small, not even small really, but just gaps in your memory that you don't even pay really any attention to. Oh, well, you know, so one of us must have done it and just forgot right. or, or something to that effect. Um, and that happened within just moments of the hole closing beneath you. So um, the last thing that you remember is the light uh, lifting you up into um, the sky at that point out of the hole and looking down and then just kind of watching the whole close and thinking, okay, well, that's done and dusted. Now what? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's about it. Does anybody have any questions? Is there anything we need to talk about before we proceed? <laughs> I mean, I have questions, but none that I can ask. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, Fair. I don't think there was a whole lot missed in chat. If, if you haven't been able to read or get caught up, I don't think you missed anything other than that. Um, and that, that gets us caught up from a mechanic standpoint. Um, so the four of you are at the top of the hill, preparing to presumably um, head your way back down the hill, having successfully completed what you think was your mission. Um, yeah, the, the day is yours. What would you like to do? So Barrett will reach into his pouch and pull out the two stones that were glued together magically by uh, Dustu yep. and 
see if they come apart. As a matter of fact, they do not. Does anybody remember? I thought Dustu said that when we got, when we were made whole again, these would come apart. That's what she told us, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. Here, Z, see if they'll come apart for you. She takes them and tries them. No matter which way you turn them, no matter how hard you pull, they do not seem to come apart. Give them to the beefy boy over there. See if he can do it. <laughs> I, it's just I the gauntlets. <laughs> the gauntlets are beefy. <laughs> made me laugh. Um, I just kind of quirk a brow at you. I'll take them and I will see if they come apart. No such luck. Um, you put all your strength into it and they just... But politely. As if they were to... never, it's as if they were never two pieces to begin with. You can see where they were two pieces and have kind of been mushed together and melded together, but they are definitely not coming apart. I'll hand it to Tabitha. Do they... Tabitha, you want to try? Yeah. Or... Hang it upside down, nothing. I try? Nope. No, no gravity? Not a thing. Not a thing. Hmm, that's strange because I, I feel whole. I... There are things now that I remember learning at the monastery from some of the monks who trained me that I feel like I can do those things now. I, I feel like, I, I feel new skills. I, I certainly know, I feel like the things that were missing from the weave suck are gone. Same for me. Maybe the stones are broken. Hmm. Well, I guess we can always see if, because Yelkwin, if I remember right, when we came up here, said something to us about you all don't look whole. So, our wholeness. So, maybe him. Do we need to see? I think that the guy. What was that, Z? It was a little garbled on my end. Yeah, I didn't hear you either, Z. Yeah, I'm wondering, do we maybe take the rock back to this guy and say we're whole and that's the thing? Something we're missing. Maybe he can pull them apart. All right. But are they his to pull apart, though? Yeah, they started off as two of those domino things that I was playing with. with... Oh, no, I mean Yelkin. They weren't given to him, though, and you weren't told. No, they were given to, to me by Deustu, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Um, did, did they specifically say you had to pull them apart? When we're whole, they'll come apart. So I thought Deustu said that when I was whole, I would be able to take them apart, but I don't know. Does everybody have everything? Should we just head on back down and talk to Yelkin? Um... Well, now that we're at our full capabilities, I would like to send Elminster and let him know, but. Yeah, I have a thought about that while we were down in those caves. Mm -hmm. um, Tabitha, do you still have that scrying ball? I still have the crystal ball. Oh, crystal ball, sorry. Can, can you scry on Elminster at some point? I mean, maybe not right now, but at some point we should try to scry on him to see what's going on if we can't contact him with sending? I was thinking that would be something that 
I would want to do after we take care of this business. But however, being a high-level magic user, he probably has protections on himself and probably can't be scried upon, but there's no reason it doesn't hurt to try. Well, I mean, he may detect that it's a friendly scry, and I don't know how scrying works. I'm not a magical person. Well, I am, but I'm not. It's not something I've focused on recently. Um, Once we get back to the ship or back to the temple, maybe we'll see what we can do. I'll go ahead and send him now, though, just to let him know what's just transpired. Um, so I will do that. So I will send Elminster well and able. Rumors of trouble in aisles. Investigating first, then heading back to the coast. Hope you're well. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you would all know by now that is how you know Don is sending you and doing that. Um, so Don, you wait for a reply patiently um, and hopefully, and there is still no reply from Elminster. All right, so I wait a second and then I shake my head and I'll tell the group from now on, I think at best we don't mention names or exact places until we can verify he's all right. Because that concerns me, three sends and no response. That's unusual. Do you often message with him? Do you know Not maybe often. he's just a person who doesn't reply? Not often, but every time I have, he's replied almost instantaneously, every time. All right, well, I had one other thing that I was thinking of. Uh, that light that lifted us up and kind of restored our powers, I would love to have a bottle of that uh, or something because I'm wondering if it might be anti-dark magic. Whatever it is was certainly very powerful. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure one of us put some of it in a bottle at some point, although I can't remember exactly who or what at this point. But regardless, do you think it's worth going back down to try and capture some of that light? Or- It sounds a little bit like looting the temple mm -hmm. of its power kind of thing. And it would probably have to be the white light to be bottled, not just one particular color to make it worth it. Oh, I agree. But I'd rather not tempt fate twice. I somehow get the feeling that we were lifted because we were being restored. I feel that if we did venture back down, if we can get down again, because we are back to our full capacity, we might not be lifted out. That That is my exact concern as well. So I don't I don't know that it's worth it, but it, it was just a, a thought that I had because it seemed whatever that was, was pretty darn powerful. I just think of it in this way, the white light that brought us back, we are the bottles and we are carrying the white light, the four of us. Like we that. can do this. 
Well, I think it I best then at this point. Oh, sorry, Z, your mic cut out again. What a clever mystical interpretation. Tabitha. Glad you like it. <laughs> <laughs> you are the light. Chests and bottles and weaves, oh my. It makes, makes me feel thinking about going down to, to capture some of this. It feels like the transformation. There was a, it was a movement, it was a story that it's been told. I feel like I'm not we feeling went it. Down. Are you really feeling it? It would be more like a defilement to me if we went back down there. Your temple, you know, you, you could carry a little more weight here. What do you, do you think uh, uh, your Roshi would agree? I nudge Barrett. I think uh, he's talking to you. But I'm oh, I'm sorry. I did not realize you were talking Barrett. to me. Okay. Barrett, do you think again, see, Roshi, I apologize. What do you think your Roshi would think of you going back in, of us going back in to take something from where we just were? Oh. Something that we don't, that doesn't belong to us. We I, got back what belongs to us. No, that's fair. I, I'm just thinking of the upcoming evil that we still believe we might have to fight. I... I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be taking it, obviously, for my own purposes or our own purposes. It would be taking it to defeat a greater evil, but I'm fine with moving on if, if we... You're right. I mean, who knows if we could even get back down, and if we got back down, if we could get back up. So I I feel I'm, I'm more curious now to go talk to Yelklin and, and mm. find out why we can't separate these rocks. Maybe sounds we're like not whole. Maybe we only think we are. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good idea to me to go back. I think to the it best if we go down, especially if one of us did bottle it. It sounds like we left it behind and probably for good reason. Maybe it wouldn't let it come up. Could be. I mean, I know we didn't bottle the white light. I feel like somebody bottled some of the blue, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Does anybody, does everybody feel healed and ready to go? We ready in case we stumble on another chimera on the way down? Oh, oh. I think we're Let's fine. Don't. <laughs> Indeed, ready. Let's go see Yokin. Let's go see Yokin. Let's do that. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. As you head down the path uh, that brought you up to this point when you were exploring a little bit, um, <clears throat> you come to the same um, set of pillars and almost the courtyard into which you began. And um, in the middle of that courtyard, as you kind of pass by nonchalantly, um, you see a half elvish girl um, who seems very distraught. Our tokens. It'll kind of give the cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? She Thank wasn't God. there before, was she? I didn't see you guys. Wait. And you catch them also Hi. at the same time. Not to play on the I didn't see you guys, my token just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. No, oh, yeah, I did. Not for me, he's gone. 
Oh, well, I see for me too. I see you, Don. <laughs> I don't see myself. <laughs> refresh. Refresh. Yeah, I'm going to. There you go. There you go. Oh. I like watching all the cursors fly around. <laughs> it's like little bugs. <laughs> I got this little hand and I'm trying to grab my token. You have to switch your cursor. <laughs> yeah, to the pointer. It's like I'm scratching uh, the screen. But yeah, I've lost Ellie on the picture. Oh, well. Uh, sorry, I've lost this. Did I get moved? The chaos oh, yes. is already beginning and it's technical. It's not even in the game. <laughs> I moved you, yes, sorry. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is, but but don't talk to him because he'll probably want to follow us. <laughs> Strange to see someone up here. Watch out for the mythical beasts. And so for you, um, essentially five, maybe six, maybe more hours have gone by um, between the time that you saw your friends leave and now as you see them coming around the corner. Um, for the rest of you, it was as if everything has just happened, if that makes sense. All right, so for being honest, Barrett would immediately start to slide off to the left, to his left, to be honest. start to flank. Go away. <laughs> Can I get a read on this person's, she's distraught, but in what, way. You can roll an insight check. I'm just going to stand there looking very confused because they haven't responded and they're all like well, to being, us. they're moving in weird ways and I don't like it. I rolled a 10. Um, nervous. She seems um, a bit confused. Um, and a bit wary of the group of you. Siegel will approach. I would too. Cautiously, okay. I would too. Hello. You look you the guys... worst. Well, yeah, it's 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 been several hours since uh since you guys disappeared from inside the tunnel. I. I mean, I didn't think you would, wouldn't come back, but I was very confused. But I made it out, so, you know, everything's good. I'm sorry, do I, do I know you? She's spying on us? Yeah, I'm, I'm Relta. We've known each other for like three, maybe four, 10 day, I don't know, not 10 day, months, it's, it's, I don't know. Hearing this, I would step back to be equidistant between Tabitha and Z because I don't know who this is and we have a key keeper with us. Barrett has character. moved over and flanked. Ellie and has everything. Who? Barrett, Barrett will hide. I said out of character. Every, Ellie oh. has everything and I'm just thinking in my head like, where are they going to go? How are they going to get home? Anyways. <laughs> Don't take uh, this the wrong way, but we were just attacked by a mythical beast in this very same place. I'm thinking maybe you're another one. 
Well, I know because I was with you when you were attacked by, by, by that same beast. It was a, a chimera or something. It had a, a, a sheep's head and a lion's head and a dragon's head. Yeah, let me recount. One, two, three. Yeah, there were, there were four of us. You weren't one of them. How do you, were you spying on us? It's the chimera in another form. Um, Barrett reaches no. up. Barrett reaches up you. and uses his eye bone to whisper to his friends. This could be an illusion. This could be a trap. This could be like that um, dragon. What you do? You are here. Yeah. So I turn and I look over at Barrett and I say, "He's on the eye bone, saying this could be an illusion. This could be a trap." Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I don't understand what's going on, but we know each other. I've I make moonshine. We have a tavern together, a troll skull, and it's in Waterdeep, not here. We're here because you guys gave up your powers and. Gosh, you know. No. I mean, I could go further, but I feel like weapons will be drawn if I say certain names. <laughs> Sounds like the truth is elusive here. Would you agree to go to Yelkin with us to discern the truth? Yeah, don't have a problem with that. We met him on our way here the first time. What are you doing, Z? If we bring her with us, we'll have to like take care of her and feed her and everything. I can feed myself. Thank you very much, Tabitha. I don't understand. <laughs> Excuse me. You know my name. <laughs> I know everyone's name. You're Z. Umzizibub? Really? I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, that's Stefan being bad at names. That's Tabitha. Don. Short for Rodon. No, it's just Don. I say out of character. Oh. <laughs> you change out of character. Did you change it? No, it's always been Don. Mm, okay. Uh, Barrett. You can insight check yeah. me if you like. <laughs> no, I'll just talk to you out of game. <laughs> okay. Back in character. Barrett. And uh, yeah. Barrett, you're from the Roaming Isles. We were there before we got here. Just All right, crazy. Barrett would do an inside check. Oh, yeah, you guys, yeah, do all the things. Roll away. If you hear a cat. Oh, you see a cat. Uh, 17. Uh, as far as you can tell, she is completely on the up and up. Um, she's either telling the truth or she believes what she's saying, one of the two. Can I do a history check to see if I remember just seeing anybody like this maybe on the Escarlo at the Roaming Isle that may have followed us? Sure. Okay. If you know me so well, what am I most afraid of? Roll the 10 again. Mind flares. Mind flares. You uh, probably are the reason I'm wary of mind flares now. So, Don, everything that, that she is saying sounds spot on, matches your memory perfectly, but you have no recollection of ever even seeing her before. I think it's at, so turning to the iPhone, I think it's worth taking this chick to the temple to see what's going on. 
I do exactly what I'm doing right now. Tabitha's because I can hear gonna, him. Tabitha's going to message Barrett. Why don't you give her the stones and see if they come apart? Hey, uh, Relta, Relta, how do you pronounce your name? Relta. Relta? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to toss you these stones. Let's see if you can pull them apart, all right? Here, catch. Sure. I catch them. Do I need to roll for that? No, we'll assume. Uh, <laughs> um, and I attempt to pull them apart. No luck. No, doesn't seem like it. Either I'm not very rocks, strong, though. These rocks are broken, yeah. or she is one Magnetic. of us. <laughs> very well, then. I'll walk with you, and everyone else will flank behind you in case of any trouble. I toss Barrett back the stones and just look very uh, confused and... Uh, distraught a little distraught because i don't know what's going on would i know why this has happened um no. <clears throat> i think you would certainly suspect that it had something to do with everything mm -hmm. that happened to you um the fact that you completely forgot your own name and mm. all these people have forgotten you, I think you would put those two things together. Gotcha. I would use the eye bone to whisper to any, to my friends. Can anyone detect illusion? I don't I have do any illusions on me. I'm not using any magic. I mean, we can How is she hearing us? I have, I, uh, I have an eye bone because your friend Chip gave us all one when we moved into Troskull. He renovated everything. Let me see your eye bone. Show it to me. Oh, I, I take it out of my hair where apparently I keep most things. <laughs> Toss it over here. No because I'm a little afraid that you'll keep it. And this I one's mine. I just want to compare it to my own. I shot across, say something into it. Hello, my name is Relta. We've known each other for like a while. No memory? Will it come through? Did it come through? Yeah, absolutely. I, I whispered to Z, there's no way Isabel followed us this far. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and then I, because I never get to do this, um, I touch the magic tattoo and then I look like Isabel and I say, you're talking about this person, this, for lack of a better term, this awful person, Spiritual weapon immediately comes up behind me. <laughs> it's it's not her. <laughs> Don't freak out. I have a tattoo. Like Barrett has a tattoo. 
and then I go back. Yeah, I know you have a tattoo. I have a feeling, I don't know, I did something and I don't know how to fix it yet. So you guys uh, know me though, I promise. And she puts the whalebone back in her hair because she's not gonna hold it up the whole time. In my own head DM, I'm gonna say in deep speech, Latrosis. <laughs> Thinking back to that presence that was in our heads. Yep. That's, think that to myself. You're just happens. thinking that to yourself? To, to see if something replies. Yeah, I'm not sending oh, yeah. it anywhere. I'm not messaging. Nothing. <clears throat> All right, I have another test. When I say purple, okay. whose name comes to mind? Oh, there's so many, but the first one is Zavlob. I mean, everything in his shop is purple. Like as purple as the sweater I'm wearing right now. <laughs> he gave, and then I remember, and I uh, try to recall Rascal. No problem. Did he pop back? Oh, you tried awesome. to call him back? Yeah. <clears throat> no. I have to do like the whole thing again. Um, yeah, he... Well, he gave us a bunch of trinkets. Actually, Barrett, he gave you a purple clasp at one point, and you threw it away into a fiery brazier down in uh, Nini's, well, we don't call him Nini. He's Nihilor. Marin calls him Nini, but yeah. All right, guys. She knows a lot about us. Either she's... I got a wizard of some sort reading our minds, accessing our thoughts. Probably a mind flayer, but it's a killer. I have seen out of character. I'm I'm very impressed at the extent of your knowledge. <laughs> I'm impressed at the extent of my knowledge. Like sorry. You know sorry. me, I don't remember anything. I know, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Sorry. I can't believe I'm actually saying this because this isn't you know, my particular kind of magic here, but Barrett will take her to Yelkin and he should know what's going on. I agree That's with you, but I want to try one more thing first. And Barrett closes his eyes for a second, uses a new skill that he just learned called stillness of mind, and it will allow me to get rid of any frightened or charmed condition. So if I'm being charmed, that should remove it. Do I feel anything different after I open my eyes and look at her? Not at all. Still I charming. I feel like I'm being charmed. Nope, not charmed. All right, I guess we don't have a choice, but um, I think I like Z. I like your idea of why don't the two of you go ahead and Don uh -huh. and Tabitha and I will stay back behind and keep an eye on things. Don, is that acceptable? I'd say a minute passes. So you would have seen spiritual weapon like the gauntlet fall apart and dissipate. And I just kind of step back a little bit. 
waiting for her to go first. And that is my acquiescing to the plan. After you, knowing Ray Elta. <laughs> if it's easier, you can just call me Ray. That's fine. Okay, so who's knowing? Z would like Apparently to walk I'm... ahead with uh, uh, Ray. Ray, 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 Ray it again? Just call me Ray. <laughs> Ray. Ray. Okay. Excellent. You guys had this problem? No, you didn't have this problem the first time. You didn't know me the first time. All right. As so Ray Paul... walks by Barrett, yep. Barrett's going to attempt a pickpocket. Oh, okay. So, uh, so here's the thing. I want to. What I basically want to do is I want to reach into one of her pockets or in some way touch her to see if she's really there. Like to see if this is an illusion or a disguised self that I would reach through the image. Got but it. I want to do it as she walks by without her knowing it. So the goal so, is not to. Um, I'm not actually trying to take anything. I'm trying to take something. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm basically trying to determine if this is an illusion without her knowing it. Makes perfect sense. What's your passive perception, Ray? Passive 16. And roll a sleight of hand check. See if you can pull a raccoon out of her hair. Yeah. A what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rascal, you don't know yeah. who he is, but raccoons are real. <laughs> I, nope. I haven't seen one here. <laughs> uh, I got an 11 on the sleight of hand. Okay, so just as you walk past Barrett Ray, um, you kind of feel him glancing his hand, the back of his hand up against your shoulder as if mm -hmm. he were trying to take something, but... Uh, you definitely notice. Uh, nonetheless, Barrett, you still accomplish the goal, just not surreptitiously. Right. Uh, not a disguise. I, I um, grab his hand and I like pat it on my shoulder and I say, don't worry. Pause. I'm real. Pause. And then keep on walking. Even though I have, I feel like I would have a feeling or an idea as to what's going on. Makes sense to me. Um, I will walk ahead. All right. Heading down the stairs. Um, the stairs are a lot easier going Hi. down the side of the mountain. Um, it is much later in the afternoon. The sun is starting to set off into the west. And from this side of the mountain, which is on the western side of the island, um, you can already tell you're going to be treated to a pretty amazing looking sunset off in the distance. The storm that moved through has left some clouds that are high and you can already start to see some of the purples and pinks growing in the sky as you quietly head down the stairs to, um, to where Yelkin was. The tent or hut is still there. Um, the pot on the stove is, or on the stove, over the, the pot over the fire is now gone. Um, the fire is just a tendril of smoke, not, not much of a fire left there, um, and Yelkin is nowhere to be seen. Obviously, yeah, we'll unfortunate. search the hut, perception check, investigation, whatever you want there, just to see if there's any clue. Yeah, no, he's actually sitting in the hut meditating. Um, ah. 
when you when you open the door and he very slowly lifts his head who who looked in the hut barrett you yes i did um he very slowly lifts his head and and just kind of looks you directly in the eyes and says you've returned we have and if we could trouble you for a few minutes of your time can you step out and talk to us as a group or would you rather us come in here and he very slowly looks around his humble hut and says, I'll come out. And very slowly in a very turtle sort of way, he kind of ambles out and then um, just briefly looks at you and, and raises a finger like, like an idea has just occurred to him, turns back around, goes back into his hut and comes back out with his walking stick in tow and um, looks at the group of you and over at you, Ray, and nods and says, hmm, you look familiar. Hmm. Have we met? Yes, we have. Um, how long has it probably, to her, I guess it's been like half the day, like six hours ago, seven. Yeah, no, to her it's been, because it was a couple hours down there to begin with, plus the hours that you were down there. I mean, it would have been a full, almost a full day. Yeah, certainly quite a while. Okay. And he says, well, nice to meet you. And just looks at the rest of you. What can I help you with? Well, Master Yoquin, Again, we appreciate your time and, and your guidance and your wisdom. When we first arrived here, you looked at me and told me that I wasn't whole and that what I seeked was a fountain at the top of the mountain. And I believe my friends and I, we, we found that fountain and we feel whole, but Dustu, who you know, gave me these stones and told me that when we were whole again, I would be able to separate them. Uh, I still can't separate them. So we've come to ask you, do you, do you sense that we are whole now? And, and if so, you know why I wouldn't be able to separate these stones? He reaches out to take the stones from you. Do you hand them to him? Yes. Um, and he kind of turns them over in his hand, looking at them from all different angles, holds them up to the sun and then tries to pull them apart himself um, and pulls and pulls and pulls to the point where it is almost comical how hard he is trying to pull these two stones apart. And then he looks directly at you and says, she never speaks in straight sentences, that person. But if she says you'll be able to pull these apart when you are whole, you must not be whole. But is whatever you sensed in us, is that mended? Uh, and he kind of glances around and um, kind of lands on Ray there for just a second and then back at the rest of you. And I, something is different. But no, you are definitely not whole. Something is missing. I kind of just look to everyone else to see if they have any questions. <laughs> Anywhere to go with this. Well, the writ's the matter of 
Ray and proclaiming that uh, she came with us, knows us, is part of our lives, does intimate things about us, we know nothing of her. And then he looks at you, Ray, and says, you do know these people, yet they don't know you. Is that true? And you're you're muted, Stephon. Dramatic. <laughs> yeah. They know me, but from what I can remember, my name hasn't always been this name, but I don't know what it was before, but I've been with these people for a while, a long time, through a lot of things. And I know so much. Um, Some of them know a little about me too, I guess. Maybe. He, he looks at you and says, um, you, you are not who you were. Is that correct? That's what you would call me. I, I don't know how it happened. Do I know how it happened? Out of character? Um, no, just all okay, of a sudden, that's, I had to pick a new name. That's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. I just, I am, I, I, this is the name I have now and everything else is the same. I went in with them. We solved uh, a puzzle of some sort. I had to read, read some very ancient runes on a wall and then everyone went up in the light except for me and I had a whole other thing that went down. Then I came back and nobody remembers. So he looks back to you, Barrett, and then, yes, Don, I'm sorry. A quick question. So just to clarify, as she's saying this, we don't even get the sense that there was a fifth person as far as we, okay. So there's no like, oh, there was a fifth, not you, but we, it was only us four. Okay. Just the four of you. Okay. Everything that happened um, any any discrepancies that seem to hang on, you just very quickly explain away. Okay. Oh, I just must not have remembered exactly who did that, but I'm sure it was one of the other three. Because Don's currently attributing that to having gotten all of his abilities back. There's obviously going to be a shift in how much he could have perceived before. So he blames the muddiness on having had lower abilities. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy way to, to explain it away. Um, Either way, each of you would find your own ways to justify it in mm -hmm. your mind um, as to why something happened that you don't remember who did it. Mm -hmm. um, but at any rate, so Yelkin looks um, looks at Ray for quite some time and then looks back at you, Barrett, and says, well, it appears you are not whole. If she is part of you and you don't know that, you cannot be whole. Master Yelquin, oh, sorry, Yelquin, what then do you recommend that we do if 
do you believe that the wholeness can be achieved here on the island or have we done everything that we can do having experienced the fountain of light and presumably at least recovered our powers if maybe not our memories of this person I mean, do you think we should stay here or are we going to find the answers somewhere else I don't think you even know the question at this point. I would just move forward. After all, you can't go backward. <clears throat> hmm. I'm gonna look at this Ray person and I'm gonna ask her, what's the name of the baker from the Copper District? Oh, Trolls call trivia. <laughs> like the one name I still remember. Because uh, Don is thinking when we were down in the sewer, that was the question that we were asked to see if it was really us or mind players. That's right. So, see, I was going to ask. <laughs> out of character, I, I was going to ask, what's the first dead child we brought to Helm, Helm's Hall? Oh, that one. Iris. Iris. Did you actually ask Unfortunately. that? Unfortunately. No, no, I did not. <laughs> I can answer that question better than I can answer his because Neve Stefan gets that name mixed up with Aurora. It starts with an A. A lot. I know. Eesh. I don't remember. Allura? 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 Uh, oh, that's and down the tube. I know. Okay. I don't know. Ellie doesn't remember. Allura? I, I can't. She makes just, great tarts, though. I just, ooh. it escapes me at the moment. He's a tart maker, you say? Really good tart maker. I don't give any inclination that you're close to the market at all. I'm just watching you. I mean, he doesn't seem perturbed by that because he <laughs> knows <laughs> you. As you say, you know we're going to be paranoid about all the illusions that we've been handed in like cupcakes this yeah. entire time. Never eating bread again. Exactly. Just to be, to not have to spend, she would go into like the re, like I don't remember her name, but I remember the tarts and I remember getting that and we gave some to some urchins and there was a whole plague and she lost a lot of money because of that and she would go into all of like Urchins named Natalie Squid Squidly and ja Jess Jesper. What the hell was his name? Some name that starts with a J sounds like Jasper, but it's not. Or is it Jasper? I just watched Cruella. Save me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Barrett is going to look to oh, his no. friend that he knows. <laughs> say what do you all think I guess I'm inclined at this point to follow Yolkin's advice and I know other things she says while you guys you, can't cut you know huddle I guess I'm inclined I to tell you and help you. <laughs> that's suspicious <laughs> yeah I would like to say Don is not joining the huddle he is maintaining between the party and this person Name. That's what his name was. Oh, he had a nice. wand, a really old wand of magic missiles. 
that I got and then gave to Tabitha. Actually, no, gave to Don. And then Don mm. gave it to Tabitha because he got a real one. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who gave it to who. <laughs> Barrett and I are both shaking our heads. <laughs> There's a dagger that uh, was found in Niahor's lair that was given to Eliana. Is she wearing it? Are you asking? I don't hear you say that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I missed that. Yeah, I, I'm asking Night. if I can see a dagger that I would know on her body, like I'd recognize any particular implements. You would. Is it there? She keeps, yeah, she keeps her daggers on her like closest belt to to wrap, to grab. It would be the first dagger there. There you go. And Barrett looked at her, does he see the bag of holding and does he recognize it? as our bag of holding because we know we have one as a party but we can't exactly remember where where it is or what was in it we just kind of came into contact with one at some point is it visible ray bag of holding Mm -hmm. it would be on my back outside of your person um you would see the bag of holding and recognize it as a bag of holding um but not as your bag of holding like it looks very much like yours but how could it possibly be yours ray (laughs) as a show of trust remember who was carrying yours one of you has it you're sure so barrett looks around sorry barrett looks around to see if anybody any of his friends is wearing the bag of holding and doesn't see it right true Barrett would say, Ray, could I try something, please, with your bag? (laughs) I I just want to summon an item from the bag. Uh, So knowing what's in the bag, (laughs) what's in the bag, and uh, some of the things that she's aware that everyone else is really interested in, she's gonna, yeah, uh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. So you're asking us to trust you that somehow all four of us have forgotten who you are, but you're not gonna let me summon something from that bag? No. Because I know, I, I, well, I have a really good feeling what you might try to summon. Well, tell us why you won't. Perhaps that will resolve the conflict. Because what we want is knowledge. And you have another way to give us confirmation and knowledge. But, you know, that's what we're summon. after. We want to reach in the bag. Give us something. I more. will summon something from the bag. No. No. you. I'm not that's convinced it. that... I, I know what I think is in the bag. Something that I know that... I helped put in the bag, and I want to see if it's our bag of holding. Our party had a bag of holding that looked kind of like that one, but they all look the same. So let me see if our item is in there. If you tell me what it is, then I'll call it for you. No, (laughs) you're missing the point. I can't trust you. I know the point, but... It's, oh gosh, 
I, I, there are sensitive and dangerous things, and I'm afraid that whatever it is you're going to call might be one of those things. And I don't want you to get hurt doing that. So you're not going to trust us, but you're asking us to trust you. I mean, I was expecting you to trust me because I didn't realize you didn't know who I was. But I would say trust that for that it's for your own good. Ah, <laughs> uh, what do you want? Look, I know there are things in the bag that are want. dangerous, no, things that should it. not be pulled out. But I also know there are things in the bag that are perfectly benign and can be pulled out. Uh, I want to pull a, one of those items. She takes the bag out, uh, not off of her, but like she swings it on one arm and pulls out the book uh, per Historia Arcander Materia. That's a clever trick, but again, all you're doing is reading our minds and picking things out that we know. Let Did me pull something from the bag that I yeah. know is in there. If it's not this, oh gosh, Aww. you can't. So she's she looks around. Is Yelkin still there? Yeah, Yelkin. Oh, cover your ears. Wait, us or Yelkin? No, Yelkin. You have ears <laughs> to cover them. Yes, he, he just he just covers them very slowly. With a little bit of a smile on his face. Okay. She says to Barrett. Don't, don't say the items out loud. <laughs> don't call any weapon. Fair enough. Let's take the bag off. She's going to hold the straps, but she's going to let him call something whatever he wants. Barrett reaches out over the top, summons the shard of the tip of the sword. Of God's bane? Of God's bane. Oh, nice. why would you do that? Just the tip. tip, it's not the weapon. It's a piece of broken off blade. I'm summoning it. <laughs> Come out. Oh. It is in your hand, yes, indeed. I'm going to take it. I'm going to show it to my friends. Do we all believe this is what we think it is? Is this real? Bag is real, but she stole it. <laughs> well, that may be true. And I'll yeah, turn you would and... be one to know, Tabitha. Why is she talking it... to me like she knows me? It's Back creepy. in the bag. That was a stupid thing to do. All right, well, That's we've at, le what at least established that this is our bag of holding and this is not an illusion. Put manacles on her and take it's a look. It's technically Elminster's bag of holding and he lent it to us. Yeah, you naming off things that are in our mind is not impressive to me anymore. Clearly, oh, okay. you can access all of our thoughts, all of our memories, and or you are really who you say you are. I'm not disputing that part anymore. I'm now trying to move on beyond that. But you know what? If Yelkin says that we should go ahead and take you, I guess we go ahead and take you. Oh what do you think, crew? Well, Yelkin pulls his kind of hands away from you. We're entwined. We're keeping an eye on you, of course. 
but perhaps we'll mm. resolve this. I wouldn't expect anything less. That's what Z says. How about anyone else? Don? Well, thinking oh. to myself, this is far too dangerous a person to leave behind <laughs> because she knows too much. Um, but oh, I'll look at Ray so and much. I'll ask. I'll ask, but it's a bit of a statement. Uh, if you come with us, one of us carries the bag. No. <clears throat> okay, leave her here then. Oh, yeah, leave her here. I just. <laughs> Do we well, all collectively like know what's in the bag? Yeah. Mechanically speaking. Well, we know the big items. <laughs> I don't think all of you know everything that's in the bag, but. Yeah. Would, yeah, for the most part. Not not everything in the bag, but we know about a box of shadow magic because we all worked on that together. We know about God's bane. We know about the hammer. We know about the encyclopedia. How about you let me tag along back to the roaming aisles? and we find someone there. He looks at Yelkwood and says, who is a little more helpful that might, you know, fix this. But I am going to keep this bag. If you want anything out of it, let me know and I won't I won't deny you that, but I'm holding on to the bag. At which point Yelquin takes his hands away from his ears and um, hands, Ray hands you the stone. I think you should hold on to this too. Did you put it in a pocket or in the bag? I'm considering and giving it to Barrett as a, as a thing of good faith, but I don't want Yelkwood to know. She holds on to it for now in her hand. Okay. Well, I suppose so, we should, or do you wanna go first, Stefan? Nope, I was going to ask what you, what do you think? I would say to Barrett, well, I suppose the first step would be seeing if the aisle lets her set foot on the aisle. Well, that's the problem. As long as she's with me or with you guys, now that you've been there, she, I mean, unless we put her in her ship and let her sail it herself and try to get there. The ship is going down. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the only way to know, right? I mean, if Valcor allows me to come back and she's on my ship, then she's going to get in. I, there's nothing we can do about that. Does maybe dust do, uh, would he have access to a remove curse to see if there's something like that in operation? Yeah, but who are you removing the curse on? Are we cursed and she's being honest? Hopefully that's the determination and will be applied appropriately. Well, there are absolutely people at the roaming aisle who would have those kinds of magical skills. Worth a try, right? Friar Stardust would be able to do that. 
All right. Hi, magic stardust. Okay. I was, I was thinking of a song that just. Yeah, no, no. Bard. Um, I'm just thinking. <laughs> All right, I guess we can't. She knows too much. <laughs> Everyone agree to take her with us? You know, you guys don't do this to every strange person you meet. It's to every like, strange person that has our bag of holding. That's trying to convince us so hard that we know you when we don't. Oh, God. You're in no position You're to the worst. Us. We are the worst people. Uh, uh, am I yeah. wrong? No, you're not wrong. But... Oh. Yoquin, it looks like we're about to leave your aisle. Thank you for your hospitality. Is there any messages you would like us to take back to the roaming aisle? Anything you would like me to relay back to Dustu or anyone else there? No, but may I have a moment with your new friend? I don't know that she's a friend yet, but you can have a moment with her. And I'll kind of wander off towards the stairs right. after giving him a deep, respectful bow. Oh. All right. So um, you all start to head down the stairs, giving um, giving Yelkin and your new traveling follower uh, <laughs> a moment. Is that like? Are you muted? Are you the hand signal for perception checks? I was going to ask if she she has our bag of holding, whoever this is. I would like to maintain line of sight to see if I can read their lips. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Roll Do turtles have lips? <laughs> no, close enough. Perception. Yeah, make soup out of them. Turtle lip soup. I think it's a big... knowing knowing. What I know about Don, and out of character, multiple times, Stefan has also reminded you that Don can read lips. So in character, would I anticipate this at all? And I can roll oh, for it if that's awesome. necessary. Um, gosh, that's a good question. Well, I rolled really badly, so. <laughs> I mean, we can still leave it by the dice. I think that's a fair uh, way to do it. Yeah, just roll a straight intelligence check. Oh, great, because I got no modifiers on that. Okay, I also rolled badly. How about we say these numbers at the exact same time? <laughs> okay, fair enough. One, two, three. Six. Okay. Wow, golly. You rolled a six? Horrible. I rolled a six. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, okay. Okay, um, I'm just asking in Discord real quick, and you can answer me at your leisure. Oh. Um, so, Don, I would say it was a six? Yeah. So, uh, you certainly can read lips, but um, I would say Ray is definitely being cautious, and we all know that Yelkin mumbles anyway, so... It is a bit challenging to figure it out. You do get a few bits and pieces, 
mostly from Yelkin, whose back is not towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, the question that you get from him, um, or the question that he seems to ask, has to do with um, gifts received. And um, Ray kind of answers back and nods and talks a little bit, but you don't get any of the any of the information that she responds with. All right, and then she joins the rest of you and follows you down the rest of the mountain. Um, as I'm probably behind her. Oh, of course. I let her go first. I'm gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say while they're having their little chat, Barrett's gonna just whisper to the rest of the group, not through the eye bone. Uh, that I really don't trust her, but I don't know that we have much of a choice other than to continue on with her because she's got her bag, which means she's got her items. And I think we need those items. So, but I don't (laughs) want her alone with Tabitha. I don't trust her Uh, with the keeper. So one of us needs to stay with Tabitha the whole time. Not that you can't take care of yourself, Tabs, but I think that's only prudent. Well, let, let's. Uh, I think Z would probably uh, hang ta- uh, tight to Ray with these constant little quizzes to have Ray talk about how well she knows Z because Z likes to hear himself talked about. <laughs> nice. What about the pants? Tell me about the pants I was wearing. You know, that kind of thing. All right. So, like you came into Troll Skull one day just flashing them off. It was amazing. You looked great. I only caught a glimpse though because I was downstairs making moonshine at the time, which is what she would say about the pants. Wow. Um, so, you uncomfortably make your way the rest of the way down the mountain. Uh, your boat is waiting for you down at the bottom. And um, I believe you had somebody helping you pilot said boat, ship. Um, they also need to be introduced to Ray. They do not recognize her either. Uh, otherwise, is there anything you want to do before you set sail and head back to the room now? The captain will consult with the first mate about correct sailing conditions and whether this is a good time to leave and plans for navigation and all of that. Yeah, so Barrett kind of, you know, tests the wind, kind of brings Tabitha over. Shows Tabitha again how to use the navigational tools. Tabitha seems to be very interested in learning how to sail. Um, Gets uh, all the directions that we need set and then relays that to the captain that here's the course. Yeah, this is a good time to head off to the high tide around the island so we should be safe. And uh, here's our first 10 dog legs up the coast, what you need to know. Would you be so kind as to convey that to our sailing crew? Oh, I, I would be happy to, <laughs> by, by your command, Captain. So Barrett will get the crew underway, make sure that the ship is good and solid. He also just asked the crew if they saw anything while we were gone. Any other ships, anything we should be worried about? No traffic? Uh, certainly some traffic out in the ocean, but not much, just because you're on the western side of Moonshay. Not a lot of ships travel this this far out. Most of them choose to go through the Moonshay Islands right down the middle um, when they're traveling from north to south. So being on the western side is a bit unusual. There were only one or two ships headed in and out. Um, and, at, you know, setting sail at nighttime, probably not the most 
convenient choice, but um, with the crystal clear skies and the moon, you figure, especially staying close to shore, it should be a pretty easy sail back. Um, it is against the current, so it will take a little bit longer. I think it took us about three days to get here, so it'll be another four to return. Um, during that four-day journey, there's nothing, um, no adversarial things happen on the boat as far as, um, you know, there's no krakens, no storms, it's mm -hmm. pretty much smooth sailing. But it does give you an opportunity to continue quizzing um, your new traveling companion, so choose. Or if you all just, you know, kind of make your way apart for the, the four days, that's fine too. However you would like to play that. Now this this isn't our ship, right? Ours is still being repaired on the other island? That's correct. That's what I thought, okay. So at some point, Barrett would ask Don, have you been able to try and send again to Elminster? And should we have Tabitha go ahead and try her crystal ball? Mm-hmm. Um, which would you like to attempt first? Oh, I, it's up to you if I don't know how your sending spell or your message spell works, but if you want to burn a slot on it and try it again today, you can, or we can just skip it and go right on to the scrying. No, I can. Um, I mean, I'm uh, assuming this is like the second day, the, the yeah. next morning when we get up. Give me a second, Barrett. <laughs> All right, so we'll send Elminster and um, I'll say, oh. Am I being ghosted? <laughs> you might want to scry first. <laughs> well, I'll have to deal. Well, look at Dawn very strangely. I'll look at Barrett. I'm trying to think of. But then I'm... head on over to, because uh, at this point he doesn't understand what anybody's about. <laughs> And we'll head over to Tabitha. Tabitha, uh, you still have that crystal ball and are willing. I think we should try to scry on Elminster. I don't think that Don is up for sending another message today. And it is strange oh. that we've been out of touch with him for such a long time now. I'm going to sprint over to Barrett. Like, no, no, no. It's not. I've got it. I'll send to Elminster. It's a good thing we killed that first shadow dragon. Who are you talking to? I sent that, but I have to you, say it out loud so you both yeah. hear it. So I oh. sent Elminster. It's a good thing we killed that first shadow dragon. Well, uh, it gives you a huh? Well, he, he, d he does that. I got, I have to de attune the cloak to attune to the crystal ball. So I can use it. this time. To yeah, I mean, I'm over, not over the course of four days, there's plenty of opportunity to do that. So Barrett's giving you the what yes. are you talking about? Look. So I'll say to Barrett, depending on how he responds, we'll know if it's him. 
Um, so he, a, a more substantial period of time goes by than you would like. And just as the, just at the point where you're about to turn to Barrett and say no reply, um, you get a response from what sounds like Elminster. And he says, um, you just killed, I'm so confused. And that's all you get. I'd like to insight check that. Okay. Let's see. Nine. Oh my God. Um, I mean, it's really hard. Just a voice. Uh, he. It does sound like Elminster. Um, and you know, from what you know of the spell, it more more than likely is. Um, but he sounds beyond just kind of nervous about the message or confused about the message beyond that he sounds um distracted he's okay. not he's not distraught or worried it doesn't sound like he's in danger or anything like that but it sounds very much like he's either right in the middle of something or um was busy processing something else in his head and couldn't quite process your message fast enough to reply in a meaningful way Okay. Um, distracted is, is I think the best way to put it. Okay, then I would just quickly send, again, I'll burn another slot and I'll just say, I'll explain later. Glad you're not dead. And, Thank you. Um, this time he replies with a, a little chuckle and um, <laughs> and he says, um, no, dead is something I definitely am not. <laughs> See you soon. All right, so I'll turn to the group and I'll say, well, he's, he sounds busy more than anything. And he said he'll see us soon, so whatever that means to Elminster, because I hope he understands that we're not heading straight back. So. Yeah, what does see you soon mean to someone who can stop time? Right, and who's been alive since time began. Mm -hmm. Not true, but. All right, yeah. Tabitha, are you also scrying? Well, now that he told, well, oh, he contacted me back right in the middle of the unattunement to the new attunement. You know, that look she gets? Yeah. Okay, so, but she's gonna finish attuning to the crystal ball so she can try and scry on Trench and Esville. Ooh, okay. Who would you like to scry on first? Well, I can only do one per day, so. Well, but you've got four days, so. I have four days, so let's try Esfel. Maybe she's not expecting it, the little, little bitch. <laughs> you know, I held it in and tried not to use that word to describe <laughs> her, but, you know, we but are I, who we are. Because if she's Esfel, it'll show on the ship that she's sitting there. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. And then the I would freak out. <laughs> like, Tabitha looks up and she's like, the call was coming from inside the cabin. <laughs> I bet you none of y'all even thought of that, huh? Does. Uh, Do I have to roll? Uh, no, she gets a saving throw. I'm just looking up. Oh, okay. Let's see. I think the saving throw went up because my. Because all of them show 16 now. 
Um, level eight, your proficiency goes up, I think. Your bonus, I think. All right. One more. Yeah, because the whiz saves, con saves, deck saves, they're all 16. Hello. Okay. Um, let's see. So um, Tabitha sits down with a crystal ball for a good um, 10 minutes trying to just really concentrate and focus on um, Esvel Rosnar and wherever she might be trying to connect to her. Um, Tabitha, you have met Esvel. Yes. Um, I would not say that you're necessarily familiar with her. Um, so she's going to have the regular save modifier or a, a zero on that. Um, Familiar, you know the target well. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say you guys know her well. Um, so she's gonna make her wisdom saving throw. She's been her party. She's been uh, to parties. So we've been to the, her house. She stole the, my eye bone off my body, out of my clothes. Yeah, we, we were close. If you punched her, though, you would have had a better chance of physically her, so. close. <laughs> so as you sit and just kind of. Um, really concentrate knowing that this has not worked for you very well in the past um the smoke inside of the crystal ball turns to um ocean and you see uh just a storm brewing inside the crystal ball waves crashing the storm slowly clears and the water parts in the crystal ball and you can see the interior of a very nice home um it's very well decorated. It's fairly dark. Um, there are two candles lit, one on each side of the bed, on the bedside tables. Um, the bed is made and in immaculate condition. Everything about this room says rich person. And um, you don't at first glance see Esvel, which seems peculiar since that's who you're scrying on. And then you notice there is a window open in the room. It is nighttime where you're scrying. Um, it's dark and water deep right now. And um, just climbing in through the window is a, um, a very well-armored, what appears to be rogue of some sort in black leather armor with... Um, a very fancy cape that you would recognize as being um, a cape to enhance one's stealth. And she climbs in through the window and pulls her um, hood back on the cape, revealing a um, black mask. And she pulls that off and it is indeed Esvel. She reaches into a pouch and pulls out a um, substantial necklace jeweled necklace um it's got it's mostly silver with uh, diamonds down the side of the necklace and then there are two um gems that meet and then a small chain hangs down beneath that and one larger gem at the bottom uh she places it into a drawer continues to take off her armor and then just flops into an armchair that's seated right there she rests for I don't know, four or five minutes before she starts putting away weapons, um, of which there are several. She has a, a fairly ornate sword that she hides in a case under her dresser. Um, there's a, a secret panel under the dresser. She reaches under and pushes mm -hmm. a little button 
and out drops a velvet case in which she places the sword. And then she has at least two daggers. Um, from this angle, it's kind of hard to see where she's removing them from on her body, but you do see them come out and both of those go into um, secret <clears throat> holes on uh, the posts of her bed have panels that slide back and each dagger goes in one post. Um, just as she starts to take off the rest of her gear, her boots, um, the image fades and you are back to looking at a rolling sea and ocean and storm clouds inside your crystal ball. Interesting. She's a thief. But I think we kind of knew that anyway. But that is some interesting information. So that is what Ms. Rosnar is up to this evening. She stole a necklace, a very nice necklace. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, value from um, through a crystal ball 10 feet away. But it, I mean, if you had to guess, it was at least 2,000 gold worth of necklace um, gems and such. And all our weapons and gear. If there is a, such a thing as a black viper, I would have to say she's it. Hmm. Did, can the rest of us see what he was, she was seeing in her crystal ball or do we have to have her relay it? No, okay, so, all right. Yes. No, you're not there. There's no way. <laughs> no <Down the> way. <laughs> Z is definitely keeping, uh, trying to keep Ray uh, occupied elsewhere. Yeah, and I would well, be doing the same after the sending thing. Like, I'm not near the scrying stuff. Now, that was a nice set of daggers she had, a nice sword. <laughs> she hides them inside of her dresser and, and bed area. Once we get back to troll school, we might have to break in there ourselves. <laughs> what did you have to say, Ray? Anything? Um, well, I wanted to know where I would be on this boat because we're on it for what a ten day, Four and days. I'm like the stranger. Four days. Okay. How about jail? There's no. You there's have no a jail on this boat. But it sounds like you are well escorted by either Don or Z at any given time. Oh, okay, but like, do I have a room? Am I sleeping on a bed? I'm just curious. What it? What are my? Uh, Accommodations. So How the, does the maybe sitters sleep there? Accommodate you. Yes. I don't know if your hosts will, but the boat would. <laughs> so I know. I'm I'm asking the maybe sitters because I was like, she would probably just take out the book and start reading it to pass the time because that's what she always does. But now that she has all these lovely people who used to be her friends who are not her friends anymore curious and skeptical of her she's i'm wondering where am i am i on am i in my own room i'm not rooming with tabitha anymore tabitha wouldn't sleep in the same room with potential esvel but clearly she's not somebody, what, somebody got to answer <laughs> uh, i well, definitely see yeah. would i mean side by side book reading and uh, weaving sounds like a, a perfect match for keeping an eye on someone awesome. and yet not invading their space. You do your thing over there. I'll do my thing over here and we'll, we'll chat. Yeah. And I would say for like accommodations, like Dawn would make sure she had a room and what she needed. But after that, he's keeping distance, but a close eye. Like detached host. Here's your room. 
here's your stuff. Da da da. Here's a glass of Airbnb house that disappears. Glass of water, crust of bread, you know. <laughs> I knew that was coming. But I was I'm, I'm able to tell Barrett. Well, the scry went through. I told him about what I saw. So clearly this person on the ship is not as well. That's a positive. That is good to know. Good good thinking. That's a good use of the scry. Yes, it is. I'll right. Try again tomorrow. I'll do trench tomorrow. You're doing trench? You yeah. think this is trench? No, but oh. I want to see what he's up to because I'm not trusting him at this moment. Fair enough. How can I scry on her? I don't even know who she is. And Z's sitting with her. I don't need to scry on her. <laughs> you could. <laughs> okay, so you're scrying on trench? Yeah. All right. Um, so you sit down with the crystal ball. Now that you've actually had a, a really good, successful scry, you know what everything is supposed yeah. to look like. Um, you also know that you cannot scry on anyone who is in um, a different plane, just because of the nature of the spell. Um, trench, I would say you are familiar with. Um, so according to the spell, there's that five point bonus that you get on the saving throw. And you, you reach in to start scrying on Trench and the smoke or the clouds in, or the fog, the darkness inside your crystal ball clears and makes way to the same thunderstorms and ocean um, sloshing about and um, just wildly waves crashing. Um, the, the ocean begins to part but all you end up seeing is um, just darkness. It's, at this point, it doesn't feel to you like, um, like he, like Trench has done something to prevent this. It feels like for some reason, it's just not working. And you get nothing back. Either he's in a place that, and I'll tell this to Barrett after I break my trance, and I'll just tell him either he's in a location that's preventing scrying because people do have spells they can put on locations, not just themselves, in case Barrett didn't know. It's either that or he's dead. <laughs> Both interesting options. Okay. Um, this is, by the way, the exact same thing that happened the first time you tried to scry. He may still be dead. We haven't talked to him since. Right. As, as Val is as dangerous as it purports that she is, I wouldn't put it past her that she murdered him. <laughs> She's just murdering everybody he murdered. He, he may have found her secrets. True. Because we've raised his suspicions. Ray, did you have something to add to that? Um, no, but Stefan did. Bathroom break? Yeah, I was just going to ask for that, but I also just realized that we're not recording. No, we were. We are. It's recording. It says, it says yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't see a little red dot. Oh, there oh. it is. There's the red dot. I heard, I heard the creepy woman. We're recording. I had another window blocking it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd be up for a bathroom break. On for a bathroom break. All right, we'll see you all back in five. Ooh. 100%. Well, not. It's Bill. It's, <laughs> uh, it's official.
Would so a master he, assassin be interested in just stealing jewelry? Depends on how expensive and nice it is. There's got to be a reason. She's supposed yeah. to be a noble. Why would she steal jewelry if she's already rich? Unless she's not rich anymore. Unless it's magic. Or she just um, enjoys it. Find out. Yeah, she's a klepto. Why did she steal my eye bone? How much was that worth? No, I think that was worth information. This is past Ellie maybe, talking. <laughs> maybe there's something about this necklace that isn't. Did you fall down? Yes, sorry. Oh, <laughs> All right. No, I found a chair and claimed it. So. Yes. Are we waiting on Z? Looks yeah. like it. Oh, there he is. Nope. No, it was like calling Beetlejuice there. Got a little whiskey and ginger ale. There you go. Ah, cranberry juice. Mm. I did the St. Patrick's Day thing, which is, this is what I learned in Savannah, is coconut water and whatever alcohol you want. So you stay hydrated, but you can still drink. But the guys over there used to just cut open actual coconuts and then just pour the liquor in there with the water already. Oh, I didn't see, do that, but I saw, when, that's what I learned. It from. When we were in Costa Rica, we went to this beach and they did $6 a big coconut. They'd cut the top off and mix rum in it and stick straws yeah. in it. Drink rum and coconut milk like right out of the coconuts. Exactly. I so like you, four, you keep getting your hydration <laughs> and your electrolytes, but you know, you get to celebrate the holiday. They were good. Sometimes when I'm feeling fancy, I go to Walmart and I buy one of those like big bottles of Fiji water <laughs> for like 10 bucks. The fact that you started that off with Walmart and I was like, where is this going? But only when she's feeling. Fiji water is good water. Like, oh man, that is some good bottled water. Fiji water is good water. It's in a square bottle. Before we get back, Anna, you have to walk us through. There are other logos behind your head. Troll Skull is not the first. Oh, well, it's not the biggest yet, but it will be. What are they though? Um, so this is like, well, he's bigger. Okay, so I have this one, which is like, can you see that? Oh my gosh, yes. That one. Yes, wow. so this is the uh, the Horned King from the Black Cauldron. Nice. This is the bigger one. So that was the smaller test. And then I have, um, so 2020 was the year of the rat and the rat spring plague. So it's a dagger stabbing a rat. Oh, hold on, I gotta stand. I scooch. I feel She's bad for anyone who was born in the year of the rat. So, so it's a rat getting stabbed with a dagger. Can you? It's wow. hard because. Like it. Yeah. Yes. There um, we go. And ironically, it was definitely the year of the plague. It was, and it's 2020. Look good in Roman numerals, and then this is a cockatrice thing. So this is just like cockatrice. Cockatrice. Yeah. And then troll skull. We know troll skull. And then the last one I have up here. It's like this little cat with a dagger. Can you kind of see? Oh, yeah. Nice. So, There's probably five other people on Earth that he has pictures. Falling, falling. What? That's okay. Uh, Ours is the only campaign up there, so I'm happy. Oh, well, I can show you after the campaign, after we're done. I have an even bigger screen. A friend of mine gave me some old stuff, and it's like 17 by 17 yeah, or 17 by 19. And I'm gonna make like a gigantic, like a gigantic troll skull because I can split it into two different screens. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be big. 
nice. That is so cool. Thank you. Uh, okay. I'm gonna mute myself on putting these back because uh, they're very loud. Here we are, back on on the boat. Um, you did two scries. Was that it for the day? Yeah. Or for the days for the trip? Yeah, unless uh, someone has an idea of who else we could scry. Anyone have anyone else that we're not trusting we want to take a peek at? You don't have enough scry spells for Barrett for that. He's got a list. <laughs> um, I'll check How into the tavern with Send. Yeah, who should I look at? We have little urchins to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll send to Nat. Okay. And ask her, oh. I'll say, like, other one. <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and I'm doing all of this, like, not in front of Ray. No offense, Stefan, but I don't know you. No, so. it's fine. <laughs> so I'll send I just had Nat. a thought that Nat, the last time you sent to Nat, you sent it from Ellie. But because you sent it, she's probably just going to remember it as being sent from Don. Did I send it but from Ellie? What? The last time you sent or you sent to the urchins, I asked you to send, as in Ellie asked oh, you to send. Oh, right. Okay. I thought, okay. Um, and I just that had a true. thought. It's perfect. I didn't remember. It was in character. I think I sent them. Um, okay, so I would send to Nat, like, hello, Nat. Um, how goes the game? Um, any suspicious people that you see more than once, sometimes boys are very dumb. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that what she wrote you? Yeah, because she responded yes. to me. She, I was like, how are you? Let's play a game. Keep track of like suspicious people in the tavern. And she, she wrote, she sent back like, hi, miss you. Boys are dumb. They are. Yeah, so I'm keeping up the camaraderie with the kiddos, you know? They Boys are. are stupid sometimes. I, even me. There, I had enough words for that. Even me. Boys go. are dumb. Even me. Um... So you get back, let's see. Um, she says, two suspicious people. This is fun. What else can we do? When will you be home? Okay. Um, I'll think of a reply because I'll, I'll do like another thing of sending on one of those okay. days so someone else can do what else. So Barrett would mm -hmm. like to know, is there any time at all when Ray is on deck with Z or with someone else and she is not wearing the bag of holding. Nope. Always. I, I even know that. I, I <laughs> sleep with it. Always. Get weird. Well, you were, anyways, are we, are we talking in character? <laughs> No, I mean, I had to ask that question out of character because... No, I, I meant more to Tabitha because I'm like, she was an urchin. When you have stuff, you don't just leave them lying around. You don't take your stuff off. You hold well, on to true. them I always. Didn't. But then again, I didn't have anything. I, once you, once you got things, you held on to them tightly. And just for the record, Stefan has told me in advance that that bag never gets put down, so. <laughs> All right, okay, so we continue sailing. Sailing, sailing for a three hour tour. 
Um, yep. One more yep. quick thing. Oh. I thought of oh. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, super quickly, what I'll respond to Nat with is um, coming home when we can, ask Marnik which people are most suspicious, be secret, you lose the game if caught. I know you won't be. Wow. Say hi. Ooh, on point. Um, Damn it, Don. <laughs> Tabby uh, was next to him and she's just like, yes, Marnik, Marnik. Uh. <laughs> she goes stomping around. You know? <laughs> um, so she replies and she says, I'll check with Marnik. Uh, she doesn't say, uh, that's me. Um, one suspicious person is strange old man, human with a cane, always at the bar. Elminster? Trench had a cane too. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna mm -hmm. scry on him too, but he's not old, is he? Yeah. So did, I mean, maybe to tab he's, he's got. I think he's got, or Natalie. You mean, or no? Maybe you don't mean that. Um, I was to say maybe he has gray hairs. Yeah, he has like the Trench. gray streak, like in his artwork. Oh, so to Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. But you know yeah. who else is old and a man and had a cane? Our little dragon friend from the cave. He was younger. He was. Oh, was he younger? Yeah, he yeah. was like. Oh, okay. All right. I think. I think to them he would have appeared. I don't think they would describe him as old. Okay, fair enough. And the kids. Because we. Very yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Although I wish it were him, but no, it's not. <laughs> it could be if you want it to be. It sure could. <laughs> yeah. Um. So me and Barrett talked during the week. So he said he was. Helping teach Tabitha all about the ship with the crew. Yep. So her goal is to get the uh, um, water vehicle yeah. qualification. Okay. So at the end of this, she can add it to her sheet. And at the same time, he was interested in working on alchemy. So yes. she would like to show him some of the potion making technology, the work with plants, because he may want to start to roll his own incense or, you know, potpourri for his meditations. And So I'll say, obviously, training, um, training about the ship is much easier on board a ship. Yeah. Training alchemy is a little more challenging when you're on a ship, um, just because you can't wander through the woods and say, look, here's a this, and you can pick this, and you can do that with it sort of thing. Um, it's an ongoing process. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't expect it would happen here, but no. the ship part could. Uh, I'm assuming the ship part does, but it's, you know, it's going to be more than eight days worth of training to be ready to captain a ship. Yep. Anything else? Anybody hands going up? Z will be perfecting his gossamer weaving technique. Um, cool. I will actually do this Ooh. real quick. Um, 
Tabitha, just a little bit of information for you. I know what I'll be doing. Um, and I would I would talk to Z at one point and I'd say, Z, when we get back to the roaming aisle, we're not on a boat. Um, if I could talk to you about perhaps crafting something or making something for me. Oh, goody. That would be. Yeah, me too, helpful. Z. I had an idea for something. Well, we'll see if there are things I'm learning how to make. Um, <gasps> Barrett, can you roll a perception check for me, please? Perception. I've been known to do that. 14. One more thing, sorry. Talk amongst yourselves. You would all know by now that Don is not one for small talk. <laughs> That's why that one scene when we're sitting amongst Isn't that the worst that purple stone in that room was it purple or green? It was purple. Oh, it was purple. And then yeah. Then all of a sudden he stands up and starts shouting shit. Ah, get away from this emerald! What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he man. had his reasons. He had his reasons. Every now and again, um, he'll raise his voice if he has to or feels like he should. All right. There we go. Uh, moving on. So everybody's back, to, or we're pulling into dock, um, back at the roaming aisle with no incident in terms of finding the roaming aisle. Um, you are greeted with a very similar fanfare as the first time, although being a returning ship that was kind of expected and a little bit smaller, it's not quite as um, quite as much of a huge celebration. But nonetheless, there are still people at the dock waving you in, celebrating the arrival of the ship, the safe return of sailors. And um, yeah, uh, welcome aboard the dock or welcome back to the roaming aisle. Um, you had a lot of things you wanted to talk about with a lot of people. Where would you like to go first? Can I have said that on the boat, I um, uh, attempted to uh, find familiar to call back Rascal? Yes. Did that work? Um, or you can get back to me on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been the only thing, at least for Ray, that she would have done. All right, there we go. Mm. Okay. All right, we are back on shore. Where would you like to go? Well, we should message the sailors and let them know that we have returned. Yeah, I was going to say that with this, with this, because we had four of the eight with us. So I would give each of the four uh, 10 more gold and tell them, hey, go find your buddies and send word up to the monastery if everything 
if you guys need anything at all. Um, also check on the ship and see how close it is to being ready. Uh, Zhengzhou is the dock master. I'm sure you could ask her, but be very concise about it because she doesn't waste a lot of time or words. And just generally let us know if you need anything at all and be ready to sail again soon. Um, the the sailor that you're um, you're actually talking to, Carrick is his name, okay. um, and he is kind of not really in charge in terms of rank, but everyone just kind of looks to him as their leader below you guys. Um, he's kind of the the spokesman for the group, uh, and he lets you know that um, the the repairs are finished, and they've even added a few little trinkets to your boat um, as well. He goes on quite a bit about how the amount of money that you gave them was more than enough and um, they've thoroughly enjoyed themselves at port. Um, just enjoying all the sights and scenes. It's a place they've never been. It's very exotic even for, for old sailors. So, uh, and, and we'll be ready whenever you are. So just say the word. Um. Very well. As Barrett is going to leave, she, Tabitha would like to pull him aside and ask him if they've already modified the ship to a certain degree. She would like to know the kind of modifications when they get ready to sail, but she would like to know if it's possible that they, if they could add one more gun to the ship. Uh, that, that's what's been done, sir. Perfect. He points to you. He looks at you, Barrett, when he says that. That's what's been done, sir. Because he more answers. I'm I'm sorry. You said, Mark. You said what? That if something could be done to the ship, and I didn't catch it. What did you say? I said if they've already made modifications, I asked if they could add another gun. Oh, another gun. Okay. And he said Excellent. they already added one. So I was like, perfect. Excellent. Two, in fact, Two, in fact and one of them fancy ones. Oh. My eyebrows go up. Yep. Four guns. <laughs> <laughs> But he, right, uh, unless anyone has any pressing business, I would say let's head up to the monastery. Yeah, he takes your money and heads off. Uh, so you're heading up to the monastery then? That makes sense. Cool. So um, as you head up, Barrett basically just greeting people that you know. Um, the harbor master sees you and she kind of nods her head. Welcome back. Um, and you see her. Um, turn away to some sort of lackey, some sort of help uh, assistant. And she says, please let the abbot know they've arrived. And that assistant just kind of bolts off. Um, so apparently the abbot has been looking for you. And Barrett has a few shopping things that he wants to do, but he would probably want to press on first up to the monastery because that seems like it's way more important. Okay. Um, so as you guys head in, it doesn't take long between um, everybody keeping an eye out for you and, um, you know, the abbot kind of being in charge of what's what. So um, Tank finds you pretty quickly and um, he says, "We is now a good time to speak? It is, abbot, but first... Let me introduce our new companion, or maybe companion is too strong a word, but 
a new person who's joined this party. Her name is Ray. And then I want to do an insight check on the abbot's face to see if he has any knowledge of her. Um, so he turns and, and looks at you, Ray, and gives a, a, a gentle bow. I'm still here. And, and he says, welcome. Welcome to the Roaming Isle. We're glad to have you. And he turns back to you, Barrett, to finish this conversation. We go ahead and roll your insight check. Yeah, 23. He greeted her just like any stranger, um, as if you had brought in a new Don. Um, he did or a new Eliana. He did not show any, any indications of having met her before, recognized anything about her. Um, there was no spark of familiarity. He greeted her as if she were a brand new person he'd never met before. And Abbott, I know this question is going to sound crazy, but when we left, how many of us were there in four. my party? There were four. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Yes, Thank you. Sometimes where we've been, our mind may be playing tricks on us. Thank you. Yes, I can imagine that would be the case. And it is probably one of those things that I need to speak you about, with you about when you have time. Uh, make yourself comfortable. We're not, um, nothing is urgently happening, uh, but we do need your help. Thank you. I think we, we want to talk to Deustu first. We have some business with her to finish. Indeed. Uh, I believe she's just through there. And he points um, to a, kind of a foyer, a little bit off of where he is, um, which is in a roundabout way connected to the area where Deustu, you met Deustu last time. Um, Good. It's much further yep. from where she And also, do you know where Friar Stardust might be located? Uh, no, I've not seen the Friar. He, uh, he was on a a a little bit of a trip uh or she i'm sorry yes, um was was on a bit of a trip and she should be reporting back in shortly very good thank you um so, also it is now the 11th by the way for everybody uh, dun, dun, dun. does that mean you're rolling oh yes but after after we're done here because i have to do math so I wonder if that means that you're not rolling for moonshine. Oh, you're not rolling because I rolled, but I mean, you're not using them. I feel like it would be fair to say it's in the cellar, but I would be surprised at the profit this 10 day. Mm. Like, I, I, (laughs) (laughs) would that be fair to say, Damon? Like, I know we have special stock we acquired from some brewer at some point, maybe. Like, how would, because I would just, I would say that. I would be surprised like oh wow we had like a really good 10 day this 10 day huh wonder what changed no, I mean, we I mean, would you know, still have moonshine you know, and and for the most part you know where it comes from um you're not precisely sure who's been making the moonshine that's in stock but you know surely it was one of the staff or somebody okay cool just like everything else it's it's very easy to quickly rationalize that somebody else did it and you're just not quite sure who okay hope it wasn't me thanks don okay <laughs> at any rate um so deustu um deustu is standing talking with a um a tall gentleman looks like probably um probably a very early trainee uh he's very 
I mean, he's, he's very tall, like almost seven feet tall and um, lank and is just kind of staring at her with uh, respect, but, but a little bit of impatience. Um, he's young, he's ready to move on to some other conversation. I guess we'll wait until they're done. Uh, as you are standing off to the side, he kind of looks over and sees you there and looks back at her and kind of gestures to you. Uh, Deustu, I, I believe these people are, are waiting to see you. Uh, it, and kind of, he runs. Like, he was not enjoying <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> were they speaking common? They were. Could I see what they were talking about? Sure. Um, the Deustu was talking about... Um, the need for him to improve his patience in all things. Um, and specifically, she was talking about how his manners at mealtime reflected his ability to learn. And he was very quickly, yes, yes, Deustu, yes, Deustu, you know, just very um, placating her. And she could tell, but it's probably not the first young one she's chastised, so. I feel a sense of secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> Don't overhearing that. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> one more thing to burden his soul. Yes, indeed. <laughs> right. That's what keeps Tell him up at night. Poor guy. <laughs> That's the thing that finally sends Don over the edge. <laughs> I'll meet you at the bar. Oh, An alignment change happens. All right. Um, All right, Deustu is now available to you. So Barrett will bow deeply. And she returns to bow. Comes to Deustu and says, Deustu, we have returned from our mission that you sent us on. And I wish I could report that we were whole. But as you can see, and he pulls out the rocks, we're not. Something is wrong. Did you steal the rocks from me? Out of character. You threw it back to me. Okay. You, you no, I, you I mentioned that I, I said I was going to, and then I forgot, but I was just curious. Oh, okay, I, I thought ahead. you said you did. So, no, I did not steal Once rocks. we would have been out of Yelquin's perception, I would have thrown them back to you. Well, no, you threw them back to me at the, at the pillars because I gave them to Yelquin to see if he could pull them apart, and he couldn't. Remember, he did the... And then he gave them to me. Oh, I thought he gave them back to me. Okay. Well, right. Didn't he give them? No, to he me? gave them to, to Ray and said, maybe you should hold on to this for now. Yeah, yeah. But she oh, was going oh, to sorry, give then. them. All right. No, Let it's okay. Rewind. She was going, she was going to give them to you, but I, Stefan, forgot because, you know, so you have them. I was just like, wait, did I say, did I forget? And then I was curious if you like succeeded. Regardless on of who on has them. Hand. Yeah. Regardless of who has them, Barrett will basically say to, to do Stu that we, accomplished our mission but we're not whole yet as these rocks will tell and whoever's got the rocks will gesture to please give the rock to deuce to okay so who does have the rock because it matters ray okay ray's got the rock great um so he looks or she looks at you um barrett and kind of looks you up and down and then um, you're a little bit taken aback when she reaches out and kind of grabs your shoulders and turns you around and almost like a, like a grandmother would do, checking to see if the jeans fit at JCPenney. Um, just literally checking over everything. Um, and then she proceeds to 
do virtually the same thing to the other three of you, um, not quite so forcefully as you are someone else's grandchildren, um, but she still, <laughs> she still gives you the once over and looks you up and down. And then um, Ray, she comes to you and, and she doesn't do that at all because she doesn't know mm -hmm. you. Um, mm -hmm. And she says, um, there's something about this one. Who are you? That's what we asked. Uh, apparently telling the truth doesn't even work anymore. So um, my name is Relta. You can call me Ray. I traveled with these guys here and we went to see Elkin. We went down into the tomb and we came up uh, not knowing each other. So right now I am Ray and I am trying to figure out how to find what I've already found. Hmm. And you did find something. I, I believe you have something for me and she holds out her hand. Uh, I hand her the rocks. Um, and she looks at the rocks and kind of twists them just so and they pop apart and she just kind of tosses them into the basket um, next to her with the rest of the rocks and looks back at you and says, no, I don't believe that's it. Oh. Uh. Uh. Perhaps I was given something else, but I was told not to tell anyone. Is it okay if I talk to you in private? Yes, just just whisper it here in my ear, dear. Read her lips, Don. <laughs> and I'm going to just type send it to you. Don. Yeah. I'm not trusting this person. They're not by any chance like standing where there are reflections in a window or. <laughs> no, as mistrustful as you guys have been of Ray, she is definitely covering her mouth. Mm. Um, she stands back and, and looks at you and she says, yes, I would like that, please. I uh, go into like, I go into the bag of holding and then I call for my personal backpack mm -hmm. and that comes out. And then I go into that bag and I go into the pocket and I take out the item and then hand it to her. Um, but like, I keep my fist as close as possible and then yeah, so does she. place it in hers. Um, the four of you roll perception checks, please. Twenty-two. Nice. Ooh. Well, oh, can I do? Can I roll for sleight of hand? Yeah, actually, if you want to, sure. Yeah. Um, I always hate hand. that when your passive perception is seventeen, but you roll a twelve. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, well, Don is Don, but <laughs> I got that was a nice roll. That was a nice roll. It almost. Yeah. It was almost a four. <laughs> oh, did you D and D beyond it? Oh yeah, yeah it was a twenty. Sorry. Yeah. I got a 20. Right. 
I figure since everyone's doing perception, they can all see the sleight of hand because like if they make it, they make it. I guess. Well, I don't know. Maybe that was wrong. What was your final roll? 20. 20. Okay. Um, so Don, out of the group, it sounds like you're the only one that would see. Um, she hands a small, it looks like almost a small chunk of wood, uh, maybe a piece of charcoal. Um, it's not black, solid black. It's a, a really dark, deep brown, but it's no bigger than a stone, um, uh, the, maybe the size of a pearl. It's really small, and you just catch just the slightest little glimpse of it as it goes from one hand to the other. And um, the turtle holds it up to her face and it's cupped in her hands like this so that no one can see. Um, and she brings it up to her face and you see her blow on it. And there is a glow, a white glow that kind of lights up her face. And she closes her hands and hands it back to you, Ray and says, yes, that is important. Elminster will be wanting that, but it is not yours to keep yet. I believe the abbot will have more of a tale to tell for you. And then she looks at the four of you and says, she has been charged with something important. Whether you trust her or not, keep her safe. Now, did you want anything else? <laughs> uh. Oh, and also, how is Yelkin? <laughs> Did he look well? Yelkin looked well, I suppose, for a turtle of his age. I asked if he had any messages. He he didn't, but he did smile fondly when he when we mentioned your name. He's a stupid old turtle. She says it a little bit under her breath, but I'm sure we can all hear her. Ooh. So we're sure there's no curses or anything operating here. Oh, of course not. How could we be sure? In fact, there are more than likely many curses operating here. Insight check the turtle. <laughs> Luck. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six. Yeah, she definitely spoke. Um, no, I mean, she's just really hard to read. She's one of those, um, you never can tell if she's talking to you straight or hiding a secret in words that don't make any sense. Uh, she seems to believe um, that curses are a thing, that they are around. Whether she was speaking specifically about you or your situation, it was not clear. Beautiful mystical insight. Thank you. Uh, and I like your pants, she says. <laughs> You do have some great pants, Z. You are all very quiet. I sense whoever she is has good just beyond what. Deuce, do I? 
I trust your wisdom. I, if it weren't for you and for Friar Stardust, I would never have made it through this monastery and I would be working down in Clift Harbor right now. So please, please don't take this the wrong way when I say every instinct in me does not trust this woman. And yet you've just told us that not only is this artifact that she has important to the abbot, but that we are supposed to keep her safe whether we know her or not. Our little group here has experienced quite a few things in the short amount of time we've been together, including some very dark and evil things. And trust is something that we don't give lightly. And I'm just internally struggling with trusting someone brand new. But at your command, I, I will do my best. Um, and she she kind of ponders for just a moment and and thinks um, almost like she's trying to remember further back. Um, and she looks at you and she says, "You're absolutely right. If it hadn't been for me, you would have been doing dishes somewhere. Nonetheless, I didn't say to trust her. I said keep her safe. Whether you trust her or not is of." your own choosing. I don't know her, but I know she was given a gift, a rare one. I mean, we've protected people in water deep for less. And, and I will protect her. I, I will protect her with my life based on Deuce Deuce uh guidance and counsel i just I, i'm having trouble with trust issues and to be honest i'm i'm not ready to open myself up to trust yet another stranger the the three of you i trust with my life deuce do i trust with my life but to bring on someone who's obviously holding something back from us just very difficult for me at the moment but i'll do it yeah she's holding the bag from us <laughs> and she looks at you barrett and she says just remember those who are slow to trust are slow to be trusted she will owe you nothing so does she have something to do with preventing the peril that is afflicting this particular island or is this something about what we have to do back home i'm the gardener you should talk with the abbot I feel slapped down. All right, anyone else want to leave? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask you writing in my notes. But Barrett is slapped down by the gardener. But she is definitely a very matter-of-fact woman with um, a short supply of words unless she feels it's necessary. And right now she does not. Yeah, um, Tabitha, as we leave, Tabitha's tempted to tell her, you missed a spot over there as we leave. Random question. When yeah. Don went to go talk to Herb, Herb had a garden, right? Did he have a garden? A garden I know he there. talked about tending life like a garden. Did he have? Because I sat with him and had a pastry. So oh, did... Um, presumably. Uh, I didn't did, walk through a garden. 
Okay, because the way she's talking reminds John of the way he talked, and I'm just kind of wondering if he's ever been here before. Um, well, you can certainly ask, but it would be anyway. Yeah, Don's not asking Destu. No. Okay. So he's he's just thinking. All right. Uh, so Barrett will bow, say thank you. I hope to see you again soon. Once maybe we've dealt with whatever this or played our part in dealing with whatever this darkness is over the island. And I guess we'll head towards wherever we think the abbot might be since we can't find Friar Stardust. All right, so um, just as you're kind of finishing your pleasantries for her, um, you see a, another person kind of strolling by in a swift way. Um, it's a young woman, probably a couple years older than the, the first gentleman that she was talking with. Um, and you see her, she kind of glances at you as you start the pleasantries in the bow and she turns and does her best to run, um, shaking her, her, she's got a little, um, uh, it's not, it's not a staff per se, more like a, um, a stick and she's shaking it at this person. And, you dear, you wait, you wait. I have something to tell you. Um, clearly someone else is about to be chastised. I look away. <laughs> Don's feeling guilty again. Um, okay, so you're going to seek out the abbot, yeah? Yep. Okay, well, considering that he is also looking for you, um, that is not too hard to do. Um, and he... <clears throat> excuse me, um, comes basically quickly uh, walking with purpose down the hallway um, and right right behind him is um, uh, Jalad, right? That's the other person you were looking for. Uh, Jalad was, yes, my other friend. I mean, my best friend. No, I mean, Stardust. Stardust. Sorry, my apologies. Oh, Stardust um, was, yeah, is the friar. Uh, yeah, Stardust was off and about. So right. right behind him is Stardust. Well, she's not behind him so so much as, you know, just a little bit stepped behind to the right, as if they are walking together, basically to meet with you. Uh, you've returned. I'm very glad. Uh, let's let's step in here. And there's a um, a small glass door. Not not very ostentatious, just a, a door. It looks like maybe it enters into a classroom, but it's a quiet room um, with a set of two tables. They're both seat about eight people lengthwise. Um, and he kind of seats everyone around a table. And um, he says, I owe you some answers, but first, how are you all? And who is this? Obviously looking at Ray. He offers her hand. I'm Realta. Uh, you can call me Ray. Very well. And he looks back at the rest of you and she is with you then? She is. Very good. Uh, <laughs> we have some sensitive things to discuss and um, I want to make sure that, that everyone here can be trusted. So uh, for all of you, this information that I'm about to provide to you goes no further than this room. But again, is there anything you need from me before 
I begin my story. No, Abbott, I mean, we're, we've gone and we've recovered our powers, although we don't know that we are whole yet, but it's probably as good as we're going to get. So we're here at your service. Uh, Ray is a new associate of ours. We haven't told her anything about this island or what you spoke of to us earlier. So you may have to recap a bit of it for her to get her up to speed, but we have sworn to keep her safe. And we just visited Dustu, who said that she possessed something that may be of use to you. To me. So maybe it all ties together. Yes. Hmm. And yeah. I look at Ray like, ha. <laughs> um, I give so... him that look. <laughs> He turns to look at you, Ray, then, and he says, um, well, it's somewhat of a long story. I... Let's start with, what is it that you have for me? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was given a gift while I, I was down in the tomb, and these two told me that you might, it might help you. From whom did you acquire this gift? Well, all I can remember is her name was Eliana. And what did she look like? How did she appear to you? A big blue serpenty type creature with horns and maybe three eyes. I'm not sure about that third eye in the center of her head, but. And did she give you a seed? Yes. Um, you don't need an insight check to see that his face just drops with that news. Um, that is not the answer that he was hoping for. Uh, he sits for a moment and kind of looks back to you, Barrett. And, you know, he's young. Um, it's. He wears the job well, but it's times like these that you can see the inexperience as he lets just too much emotion show, especially to you. Um, and he, he kind of catches himself, takes a deep breath, um, puts his head down in his hands for a minute and looks back up. <sighs> Very well. Uh, it is worse than I feared. Barrett, I'm afraid there are some things that I must tell you that may come as a shock. Uh, the Roaming Isle. The Roaming Isle. Well, of course, Valkyr is a huge part of what we do and who we are every day. And he guides us and protects us and is part of, of what we do. However, he is not responsible for the island moving. Uh, there are very few people who know this, uh, a handful. And it is not something that, that we allow the information uh, beyond that handful. I had to get permission from several elders even to sit and have this conversation with you. Where do I begin? Have you ever heard of a mythalar? And he kind of scans all of your faces to see if 
there's any recognition on anybody's face. I have. Yes, have. I think you told me. Out of character, out of character, you told me I had, right? Because yeah. they're located in et cetera, et cetera. And then we I'll let you tell the story. A letter from Elminster that everybody saw. Yeah, was the, that's right. Was the Mithalars the crystal that held the cities aloft? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and, and he kind of nods now that he knows that you you know what it is about. Um, the the Mithalar that that used to hold cities aloft prior to the spell plague. Uh, they're they're not small crystals. Keep in mind they're huge massive things and they produce enough magic to span for miles around uh, and indeed the roaming isle many 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 thousands of years ago used to be aloft it used to be an island in the sky uh, when the spell plague happened in order to keep the island safe and the mythalar safe our wisest elders brought us down into the ocean to fly amongst the waves, so to speak. In order to keep us safe, the island moves around. The Mithalar controls who has access. Yes, of course, we, we attribute it to Valcor, and, and certainly, again, it is all still in his honor. But the truth is, the Mithalar controls most of that. Uh, it is not... It is not for our safety that it moves the island. It's almost sentient and essentially protects itself from anyone, any, anyone who might f discover it or harm it or anything that might jeopardize the Mithalar. You see, there are only a few left, or so I've been told. However, gosh, there's so much to tell you. We... Well, we have one of three that I know of. Each Mithalar, as it is in danger, produces a Mithal seed. The idea is that that seed will be used to propagate and create a new Mithalar. But it only does this if it's in grave danger. Your friend, I assume, holds the mythal seed, which means our Mithalar, for whatever reason, believes it will no longer exist, and in short order. Now, I, I know it's a lot to take in, and again, I, I'm very sorry for all of this information coming at you so quickly. It must be, I can't even imagine it. It's, well, I remember the day I was told, and I almost didn't believe it. The Kuatl, the three Kuatl that occasionally visit, they are only on the island to protect the Mithalar. That's what they do. Uh, anywhere a Mithalar is to be found, there are almost always a number of Kuatl. We have three. Unfortunately, one has grown ill. You see, the Coatl just defend the Mithalar with their lives, but they're also portent. They 
they live their lives with the Mithalar. They know when they are going to die. They plan for it. They, they prepare for it. They don't know the manner of their death and they don't know how it will happen, where it will happen, who will be the cause, but they know when. And from what I understand, one of the three is about to fall. The only thing that that could mean is that the Mithalar is also in danger. And now we have a mythal seed. I don't need to, I don't need to exaggerate when I tell you if the Mithalar is destroyed, our way of life is also destroyed. It may seem selfish, I suppose, to preserve what we have and protect it as if it were so important. But for us, of course, you know, it's, it's our way of life. We, we love the roaming isle and we need it to stay. There's a lot, there's so much to tell you. I'll pause, do you have any questions? You want us to assist in getting the seed to grow into a new mythalar or protect the one that's living now? Well, ideally we would like to protect the one that's living now. The, the mythalar has produced a seed that it's, that's its, almost it's fail safe. It's a, just in case the mythalar is destroyed, there's a mythal seed to, to rebuild it. So you want us to assist these caretakers then? I think they may know a way to, to save the Mithalar. However, the, the one who is dying is the one with that information. He is the oldest. And since she has taken ill, she has not been able to communicate in any meaningful way. They have her locked now in a, a pen perhaps is a good word. It's huge. It's massive, big enough for her to roam around, big enough that she can't- Reservation? Can. Pardon? A reservation? It's, it's underground. Uh, it's far enough away that no one will find her, big enough that she can no longer hurt herself. Essentially, it's where they've put her so that she will die without, well, without endangering herself or any others. She's gone a little bit mad, it seems. The other two have asked for our help in communicating with her and they have sent several people, none have returned. Uh, we are at our wits end. There are obviously people that we could send, but our luck seems to be fading. Perhaps you outsiders might might be better choice. Why the hell not? <laughs> um, how long has she been ill? It's been quite some time, several months at least. And do you does the illness typically precede death or is this unusual? 
her her companions say this is not something they've seen before. Um, they, much like the Mithilar, a coatl, as its death is approaching, it produces an egg. And he points over in the corner and um, you didn't really notice it before, but there are two fairly substantial pedestals in the corner that are just decorative. And sitting on one is a, um, a very ornate vase, um, large, like, you know, kind of like a Ming, a vase, I should say. And sitting on the other is what you thought was a jeweled sculpture of, um, it looks like a pine cone, maybe. Um, but he points to it and he says that, that is her egg. Now, the thing that we know that's going wrong is that the coatl always waits until the birth of that egg so that they can pass on their quest to their child if their quest has not been fulfilled. Her quest is to protect the Mithilar and has not been fulfilled, and yet it appears she is going to die prior to the birth of her child. This is unusual. In fact, according to her companions, this has never happened. And do we have any clue as to what may have caused her illness or is causing her illness? We, we don't. Um, she seems in her old age to, according to her companions, of course, to have gained uh, a significant amount of power, but also, well, it, it's, it's like she's gone insane. She's simply mad. She doesn't recognize her companions. She won't speak. And not that Coatls are great orators, but they certainly will share information as it's needed. And to be in this state and not watching over her own egg, not preparing for the birth of her child, to be able to pass on her quest, that is, as I said, un unusual. What are you hoping we might contribute to this situation? I really don't know. It's a, a very good question, one that I've struggled with over and over and over. We would like, obviously, the Mithilar to be restored if it's in danger, as we suspect that it is. Uh, but. Well, as good as it is at hiding the island from others, it is also good at hiding itself from anyone else. The only, the only creatures that know how to find it and how to access it are the Coatl. And as the senior of the three, there's, there are steps that have to be taken to get to it. And she is the only one that knows what those are. So you think we, we can face and sue the Coatl to get the information we need sue. relative to the dying Nihilor, or Nihilor, I'm sorry, did I say that? No. You might have. <laughs> Soothe, trick, torture. I, I, I don't know that I am interested in the method. Her companions feel as, well, they act as if she is already dead. They, they feel there is no hope. They are preparing to leave the island. She is I'm, I'm correct in that facing, confronting the Coatl is our path. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, as I said, we've sent several people. None have returned. It is certainly not without danger. When you sent them, did you send them to the two healthy coatal or to the Yes, yes. Uh, we, we go first to their chamber and they have um, what, what we would call a teleportation circle that leads to the sick coatal is, is my understanding. Uh, we, we have not been able to question anyone coming back, so uh, I'm not exactly sure how they do it, but presumably they have a way of getting you there. You understand the Coatl see themselves as much higher beings than us. They are here for the sole purpose of protecting the Mithalar. We are ants who happen to live on this hill, not in a disrespectful way, just in a there's not much we can do kind of way. Yet I believe maybe there is. If we can just perhaps find out how to reach the Mithalar and see what's wrong with it, see if there's anything we can do about it. But without the Coatl's help, there, there's no hope of that. I fear the Mithalar will be destroyed and the Roaming Isle with it. Well, to your point about destroying our way of life, I mean, the Roaming Isle, through Valcor's grace, although now you're making me question even that. But no, don't question your faith. It is through Valcor's grace that we are all here and we all support the Mithalar. The Mithalar is just the tool he uses. Regardless, hundreds if not thousands of sailors every year are saved by the island and the function that it serves to keep the waterways all along the Sword Coast safe and passable. Not to mention that it keeps away Kraken and other beasts mm -hmm. that would threaten ships. So I think that the purpose is probably larger than just the survival of this island. But have you talked to the Mer people? Have you talked to the lizard people? Do they have anything at all to say or do with this? The merfolk are unfortunately not that concerned. While they do appreciate the island, they can live with just as well without it. Um, they, they feel that fate will happen and you can't change the fates. The lizard folk, well, they're a bit problematic at best sometimes. Uh, we, they have volunteered warriors to help if needed, uh, but we've had very limited success. They've only sent two thus far, and frankly, we wouldn't even let one of them go. Why, if I may ask? Well, the, the first warrior they sent was brave and noble and well-equipped. When he didn't return, we get the impression they didn't send us their second best warrior. You mentioned warrior, but... Is there any pattern to the types of folk you send to the Quarrel? Healers or fighters? I know you said you're not interested in the method, but I wonder if who's being sent might be causing concern. I think that may be part of the problem. Thus far, we've sent one person at a time. And yes, we've tried, of course, we've tried healers and we've tried wizards and we've tried everyone we could think of. But thus far, it's always been one person at a time with one skill. 
Uh, one person. Why was, would you do that? Well, um, so far, that's all we've had permission to send. But the Coatl have have offered us the opportunity to send more. We thought perhaps a group like you, or or if you decline, some other people here on the island, made up of different talents, may be able to, well, work together to come to some sort of solution. Now, if I were, sorry, go ahead. You have to understand, we're not trying to save its life. It's unclear if it can even be saved. Its egg is here. That, that means it will die. It knows it's dying. The, the question is, how do we get the information about the Mithalar? And I'm sorry, I interrupted you, sir. So if I were a dangerous, dangerously crazed coatl who had abandoned its egg and you were me, what do you think I might be facing in trying to talk to it? What danger is apparent in what you know of the coatl? Well, let's see, they can shape shift. Uh, the the rumor has been that prior to her imprisonment, that's not, I don't like that word, but prior to her being put into a caring place, <laughs> she was shifting, uh, sometimes not intentionally. And normally it's a simple polymorph. Uh, your wizards can do it fairly easily. Druids even more so sometimes, but it's supposed to be into one creature, and apparently she is has figured out how to manifest three, four, sometimes five at a time. Not big creatures, mind you, wolves, uh, just creatures of the forest, but that's not normal. That's not the way it normally works for a coatl. They're peaceful creatures. Um, they bite. They have other attacks and other ways of defending themselves. But again, they're not normally violent creatures. It's not in their nature. They're- they Devour our minds, will they? Uh, to my knowledge, they have no, no tricks of the mind. They, they can read thoughts, but I don't think they, they would be able to control. But again, her mind has apparently taken a turn uh, if she's developed the powers to create three or four or five new forms, perhaps there are other things that she could do. But again, they're, they're helpful creatures. They're benign creatures. They, they cure wounds. They shield people. They, they're very like clerics in a way, uh, magical beasts, but with clerical powers. Nonetheless, uh, we, to answer your question in short, we don't know. Uh, if, if her defenses are similar to what they would normally be, only enhanced, um, then there's nothing, nothing we know of that, that could harm your minds. You understand, obviously, no one has been there to return and tell the tale, so our information is just based on the last time anyone saw her. Well, we'll give that information back to you when we come back, if we do indeed go. Yes, I do hope that is 
I hope that happens. However, and he looks at you, Ray. Uh, I mean, no offense, but may we keep the seed if you do choose to go. We want to make sure that it's protected. And if you go in and don't return, I'm not sure how we would retrieve it. Hmm. You are its keeper. It is your decision to make. Two seconds. <laughs> Looking at my rolling or thinking. <laughs> thinking of options. Oh. Is there okay. anything else anyone else would like to know or any any information I may have left out? Again, the, the goal is to find out how we access the Mithalar. After that, well, I don't know what will happen after that. Someone will have to access the Mithalar, but one step at a time. So just find out how to access it. Don't actually have to access it ourselves. Well, I suppose that depends on the talents required to access the Mithalar. If you do return, we, we may press upon you that task as well. This may Have seem... You, been... oh. you go first. Uh, it, it, reaching the two Kodil uh, that are healthy, is that a challenge at all? Is it? No. Uh, they've given us a stone. It acts more like a beacon. It, it lets them know that we would like to speak with them. And then they come here. We have a, a fairly substantial temple room set up. And, and I've had it for quite some time. It's where we normally meet with them as we've done for many years. Um, it just, now it is more of a war room, unfortunately. But yes, we have a way to summon them. Okay. Can I roll insight check? Sure, absolutely. On the abbot? What are you trying to perceive from him? I just want to make sure that I was told not to tell anyone, and I've already mentioned it to at least one person and the rest of these bozos. <laughs> I just want to make sure that's the right choice to make. Whoa. <laughs> what, because I called you bozo? <laughs> what was your roll? I didn't roll yet. Oh, sorry. Hold on. No, it's okay. I keep forgetting where my screen is. Uh -huh. Nineteen. Oh, cool. That's neat. I didn't have to have the log up as long as I'm on the campaign screen. It just popped up. Um, so he is he is definitively telling the truth. I mean, at least as far as you can tell. Um, but more than anything, there is a serious sense of worry. Um, it's hard to tell if he's worried for the island or worried about the fact that this is all happening under his watch and he's new and untested um, or young and untested. But whatever the, whatever his reasoning is, he is, he is truly worried as if it were the fate of the world on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. um, as far as whether or not he, he did not appear to have any ill intents toward the seed. Um, and you got the impression when he said it, you are its keeper, that he really meant that is your decision. Mm -hmm. 
It was given to you, and he respects that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ray, before you make your decision, can I ask, would you be willing to do a small experiment? Can you take the seed over near that egg? See if there's any reaction. The codal are really here to protect the seed. And that's a codal egg. And that thing is alive in there. And I'm just curious if it will detect the seed and react in some way. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. And I'll walk over to the egg where it was pointed out to us. Does anyone stop me? Yeah, the four other party members jump on you. Um, so, so you take it over there and the abbot looks um, most interested. Um, and he said, yes, yes, some, there should be some sort of reaction, I would think. Um, and as you approach the seed or approach the egg with the seed in your hand, nothing happens, neither the seed nor the egg moves. Um, and the abbot has a fairly significant look of disappointment on his face and then a realization, and he says, of course not. The mother has not given the baby the new task. It knows nothing of mythal seeds or mythalars. Mm -hmm. That is even worse news. So if the mother dies before doing so, what might happen? Uh, the, the child will be born with no task. The, the other two companions can try to give it a task, but it will never serve as well as if it had gotten the true task from its parent. They're not, they're very old creatures and they don't only protect Mythalars. They're, they're magical beasts from the heavens that have been assigned to protect many things over the years, kings sometimes, uh, anything that is, is good and true and pure. These protect Mythalars, and there are others presumably protecting the other Mythalars. Uh, but without knowing their task, the baby is, is lost. Well, I, for one, will take up the quest. I will certainly give it a try. I, I would ask for a little bit of time. You've given me a lot to think about. I, I need some time to process. Indeed, I, I, I don't think this is happening tomorrow. This is, has been a steady decline for, for a number of months. I, I think we have some time. It's not a, not a pressing issue for, for immediacy. Uh, and, and presumably you would need to gather some things and some supplies. And he, he kind of glances at those of you who are clearly magical people, which he is not um and and looks at you and whatever things you need for your spells and things um with a little bit of not distaste but just clear ignorance about how um the other side of magic works that's not based inside um and and the island and its resources are yours so simply ask if we have it to give we will certainly provide it to you 
I say we sleep on it. What do you think? Well, even if I do sleep on it, I, I'll go with Barrett. And even well, if even if the island wasn't at stake, nobody should die in torment. And you'll decide whether or not we can keep the seed. Right. Um, by then, yes. Yes. Very well. If she decides not to give the seed to you, she's more than welcome to stay here with it. Uh, no. I, I'm, I, I feel, oh, well, I, I don't know what the right answer is. Perhaps that's best. I, I don't know. Well, I, I believe I'll be ready in two to three days. So very well, and I know you have a crew. Uh, please, we will find quarters for you and and your crew. Uh, we don't want this to come at any expense to you all. So um, we, we certainly will have quarters prepared, and uh, whatever you need on the island is yours. Thank you. And he kind of. Uh, just kind of glances around. You can see the despair on his face, um, and the the moment of quiet that happens after he's kind of done talking and and waiting and listening to whatever happens next, um, and you know whatever is going to come. And you can see that it's definitely definitely wearing on him. Very well, if there's nothing else we can provide at the moment, uh, we will, well, we have any glances to his left. We have a few, a few people that we need to speak with to let them know we're gonna make another attempt. Um, Do you have, oh, sorry. It's go your ahead. island, it's your island, you go first. <laughs> Do you have a, a teleportation circle here? Uh, if, yes, of course we If do. we wanted to, make a quick trip back to Waterdeep to gather some advice from some of our friends or have some of our friends come here, powerful friends that may be able to give us some advice. Would that be something you would allow? Uh, we can certainly, um, uh, we can certainly send you wherever you'd like to go. Getting back is a little more complicated. Uh, as you know, the island is not keen on visitors it doesn't know about. Uh, the teleportation circle is even more strict. Uh, we, we can certainly send you away, and, and those of you who are here, we can certainly bring back, but mm, I would advise against bringing strangers, at least those who may not be familiar with the island or, or the island with them, so to speak. I'm going to guess this particular person that we might want to talk with has probably been here in his past sometime, but... I see. Well, if that's the case, then uh, there shouldn't be any problem. Certainly. But we'll, we'll talk about this as a group and let you know. Very well. Um, I do have one more question, if yes, I may. How was the egg obtained from the mother? So you see, when one codal loves another, no. <laughs> God I have... just covers his hand. Like, oh. uh, that 
the egg was our first indicator that things were going wrong. Um, no one knew the egg was coming, or at least none of us did. Presumably she did. Uh, and when the egg arrived and we were told of its existence, um, that's, that's when the concern started, certainly. Uh, no one put the pieces together until just a few months ago and the, the mythalar being in danger was not on anyone's mind, just the loss of the guadal. But at the end of the day, well, here we are. Uh, the egg was laid uh, at her home it was brought here because the, her companions felt it better to be in a safe place uh, away from any prying eyes that may come across her den. They don't live in protected areas. Again, they're, they're very benign creatures. So we, we offered to defend it and keep it here. And when she fell ill, did anything else amiss seem to happen on the island or how the island was moving? You know, it's it's funny you should mention that actually, we've seen a, a, a much more substantial number of storms. Um, not, not that storms are rare here, uh, but well, people returning to the island who have been here before should should almost make it straight here. And we're, we've noticed a number of people with storms in their way. And it's hard to tell if that's the Mithalar protecting the island against any visitors or for lack of a better term, falling down on its job. Uh, but, but that has been a significant problem for many people returning to the island. And very rare, very rare. I wonder if that includes the storm we encountered on our way here the first time. Or was it? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, that's what that's what's been happening, yes. I would assume if you encountered a large storm on your way here, it, it just shouldn't have happened that way. If this was your destination, you should have had fairly clear sailing. Other than that, there, there have been small things, nothing of note, nothing that we can be sure is related. Uh, the storms are the only thing that are of great concern right now, but presumably it will only get worse. And the island hasn't been moving in any strange patterns. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. um, we, the island takes care of itself. We don't particularly know where it is uh, when it moves. Uh, the sailors who need to come here find their way and those who shouldn't come, don't. Uh, we have no way of knowing where the island is at any one given moment. It's not like we feel it move or, or we pilot a carriage around the, the sea. It just, it just doesn't work like that. I mean, I guess this might be a bit of a vague question, but do you get the idea that it might be trying to run away from something? I suppose, perhaps. Uh, or blocking something, I think, would be more, more appropriate. A more frightening question is, could it appear that something is trying to draw the island to it? It could. Um, uh, there are so many, Mithalars are very mysterious objects. Um, who knows? If, if the Mithalar is damaged, there's, 
it could it could easily teleport us to to the fire plane if it chose. Um, there are so many possibilities. Hmm. Okay. So let's talk about that. <laughs> let's don't. <laughs> Not with you, but I mean with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any last questions? It is nine thirty. I'm sure. Yeah, right, we'll just study. Yeah. yeah, we'll reserve the right to ask more questions. Yeah, of course. Before yeah. we take yeah. off, but yeah. All right. Before we quit for tonight, can we have one little scene with just our crew? What does that mean? Which, I mean, <laughs> like we leave the conference room. We leave the conference room, but oh, sure, but, yeah, 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 of course. Of course. With, with, I'm like, do I need to log off? What? what no, you that means no, 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 no. Not Ray has to sit outside. Okay, go ahead. All right, so we can make our way out of there. We can head off to wherever, some other beautiful spot overlooking a waterfall or whatever. And Barrett's just going <clears> to <throat> turn to everybody and say, look, you all know that I've been having issues with trust. You all know that I've been having issues with feeling betrayed. And, and I'm not going to lie, there was a time where I was even wondering if when we came to the roaming aisle, if I should just stay here and let you all go on and do your adventuring. But I've decided that trust is a decision. It's, it's just a choice. And so for better or for worse, I am making a choice right now to trust Ray. I'm, I, I don't feel it, but it doesn't matter. I'm just making a decision to do it. So at this point, I'm, I'm just telling you that, and Ray, I'm telling you that. Oh, so I'm here? Oh, okay. Yeah. I said it was the five of us. Oh, I didn't hear numbers. My bad. You just, just said our group. group. Yeah, I assumed. Yeah, sorry. She I, wasn't part of the oh, group. Oh, I was saying I was bringing you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm bringing you along. So basically, Barrett's, I, I am trusting Ray at this point. I believe this is what we're being called to do. And I don't think we can accomplish a mission like this if we're looking over our shoulder the entire time at someone who's on the team with us. I'm not asking the rest of you to trust her, but I'm telling you that's what I have to do to, to be, to get my head on straight. I can't, I can't be watching my own backside the whole time. I mean, trusting is one thing. We were tasked with keeping her safe. Fine. They're tasked with keeping the seed safe. Fine. From my previous point, one should go or both should stay. If she goes through with us with the seed and none of us return, they don't have any more chances. Barrett looks at Tabitha directly in the eye, says, but by that logic, you shouldn't go either. It's up to you guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm willing it's to- It's not up to them. It's up to you. You are the key holder. You are in charge of your own decisions. Where is she you getting don't have to all listen. this stuff from? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just took a serious turn. That's like, I don't, I will, I will make the decision about the seat on my own. And you can do whatever you want with whatever you guys your information you have, but. 
if I, I decide think, I'm going with the seed, then I'm going with the seed. I don't think it's fair it. for us to feel like we have to protect her if we go and protect. Then don't seed. protect me. Don't protect me. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Well, then too, by that logic, she knows you have the key, but we know what she has. So if we're here making choices, mine will be with Barrett. And I will hold out my hand to Ray, not in a friendly manner, but in a business deal manner. And wait to see what she does. So on the spot. What about you? We'll take the hand offered. All right. From what you can tell of my demeanor, like a deal's been made. I'm like, all right. And I step back. Seems we're entwined in some way. Life will reveal itself. I'm inclined to be on Z's team in that case. Let's just do this and see what happens. All right. You guys can see that. Anything else? So Barrett's just going to tell everyone that he probably needs some time tonight to work through some things in his mind, but I might seek you out to talk about different things. Uh, but otherwise, we could meet back here in the morning, start what, planning. What time is it now? Uh, in game? Yeah. It's late into the evening, 10. We'll see a little breakfast, a series of trust falls. We, we'll be fine. Right. <laughs> some, oh, team, some squishy. That's a question. Yeah. Um, before, yeah, before we end, so once again, because I, I need to know, what are Ray's accommodations? Is she in a room by herself? Is she being watched all the time? Like, what's the deal? Uh, the, the monastery is treating you as, as a regular the, person. <laughs> same as everyone else. Okay. So I assume um, she'll have her own room. Obviously, the abbot knows that you have the seed. Um, mm -hmm. going to make sure that that you're in a safe area, but that's about it. Okay. All right. Well, I think it was a good question. Maybe. I feel like it got really heavy. It did. <laughs> it did. Uh, Everybody back away Yeah, this isn't going that well. <laughs> no, it's going great. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, it's Tabitha, Tabitha, Tabitha. Oh my God. I know. I, I uh, was just sitting here, like jotting down a few notes, and like one of the side notes is, is Tabitha on board or not? I don't, I didn't. I'm get... on board with helping the island, but who's this person who just shows up in the group and starts telling everyone what she's going to do? Okay, that's fine. Regardless of what we want to do, I mean, she doesn't really appreciate that at all. See, this and... is where if Don were more outspoken, he would say to Tabitha, you spot it, you got it. So, what you don't like in her, mean? maybe 
Like he's like, why is she oh, okay, I got it, I got telling it. us what she's gonna do? I'm like, Tabitha, <laughs> you need to do some self reflection because that That's is like literally cauldron calling the kettle black. <laughs> But we know each other. I don't, I don't know her. But you, so then think about it this way. Ray knows you. Ray knows exactly why Tabitha is upset with the way things are. But that, you know, you know, well, you know Ellie, but you don't know Ray's and you don't know. Well, you don't know Ellie either. Oh, look at that. Great times. Incredibly. The whole like in. in oh, man. Indeed. All right. Well, oh, I'd say let's, let's play again on Monday. Wait, isn't somebody out Monday? I might have to miss um, a bit unless, unless as the senior cleric, I can tell the junior cleric to do it for me. So we're going to play some office politics. I might have to miss part, but I can come for most. All right, cool. Sounds good to me. Monday the 14th? No, I'm in. I'm good. Yeah, I was the originally. Week, I'm out. Yeah, I was originally not there, but I'm there. Oh, okay, that's right, because you had the thing. But I think both of us are gone on the 21st. Is that right, Stefan? Is that when your shoot is now? No, it was just moved to two days instead of four days. So it's oh, the 16th okay. and the so 17th. You're back. So, so I, got I may be the only one gone on the 21st. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. I may or may not be here on the 20th. Well, the 28th, I may be late. I have training that whole week, so I might not get off until like 3 or 4 o'clock. So by the time I get here, it might be 4.30, and so I might be late an hour. We'll manage. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, everybody. I hope it was a great game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. Oh, man. No, it was good. We're, it getting, was into the, we're getting into the meats and potatoes of the D&D. All right. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hang around for a minute if anybody wants to chat. Oh, we're going to hop well, over into Discord immediately. No, Discord. Yeah, if you like to come over, <laughs> well, yeah. come on in. Yeah, after party. You know how to do that, right, Travis? Uh, no, I don't. But so just, it's just yeah. like you did before. Hit general in the voice channels of Discord, and then you can turn on your camera if you want, or you can just uh, use your audio, whichever. Okay. Yep.